I say, because if I do die, I'm going to ask the Lord, let me haunt you. We so often hear about those that don't make it out of danger alive. But what about those that do? My body got warm and it just said, get up. You're not done, get up. I'm Caitlin Van Maul, back with a brand new season of I Survived. The more I begged him, the happier and the more excited he got. Join me for new episodes of I Survived every Monday. And subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Brad Williams and Dan Dunn. Plus some news stories with Chris Loxamana, and now Dan's pouring tumblers for Adam and thimbles for Brad. Adam Corolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. The choice is going to mandate. Get it on. Welcome to the show. Always happy to see Brad Williams in studio. Happy to be here, sir. Chris Maxipata as well. Hey, guys. Uh, just saw Brad last night. He did a, yeah. a power move that more people should do because it's probably not that out of reach for that's, working folk. That's the thing is now the move I did last night, I never even considered because I thought it was out of my reach, and I, and I save your jokes, dwarf, out of your reach. I get it, but uh, I would never. Th- but it, it, you love it when I come in here because you're like, <laughs> I'm not low man on the totem pole. The, yeah, yeah, it feels good. You're fine, but so this move is uh, I rented out a movie theater, invited all my friends, and then we watched Cocaine Bear. How much does it cost? Not as much. Now I know this amount of money to some people might be a lot, so I'm not saying it's nothing. But I thought renting out a theater would, would, would be into the multiple thousands of dollars. I think right. it'd be like three to five grand, maybe in there. And I called it this year, and they're like 600 bucks. Just yeah. for the space. Just for the space. Wow. But yeah. the tickets are included in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can invite as many. I mean, this was a 40 person theater and sent out the invites, sent it to you, and you showed up. My, my wife. Said she was playing a trick on you, and I'm like, it didn't seem like a trick. You, you, you like showed up, and then she's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a trick on Adam, and I'm like, okay. And then she gets up, and she just like walks you up the aisle, and then just says, ah, your your friend's not there. Got and, 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 she's <laughs> not, yeah, well, she's not a professional comedian. I'm like, that, all right, I'll 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 close with that one. She like walked you up the aisle, and was like, ah, you know how I said your friend was up here? She, ah, she's not up here. Well, there was one single woman sitting there kind of looking at both of us. But yeah. 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 I found a seat. Uh, I loved the The movie was fun. Yeah. Funny. And very gory. And if you're going to rent out a movie theater, don't do it with a movie like, okay, some Marvel movie where you've got to see like the previous 10 movies to know what's going on. Don't do it with ah. some film that's like, oh, it's Pride and Prejudice or, mm-hmm. some, or some art house. Nothing like, too heavy. No. It's, it, it, it's Cocaine Bear, okay? No one's asking, who's that character? How are they related? What's happening there? It's just, it's a bear. The bear's on cocaine. <laughs> it's going to eat some motherfuckers, okay? Yes. That's the movie. It's in the title. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have to pay attention. It's a, It was a great film. We, 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 we got... And there is something about when you're in a theater with friends and not strangers. Mm-hmm. 
Do you guys yeah. talk? Did you guys talk at yeah. all during the movie? You're just yelling stuff out. Yeah, like well, when, and we had a bunch of we we there was a bunch of comedians there. Oh, it, it, of it, it, it was me. It was Adam. It was uh, it was Sarah Tiana. It, it, it was uh, Ben Glebe. It was my opener, JB Ball, and like just uh, like some comics. So we're so we're peppering <laughs> with commentary at 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 one point. Spoiler alert uh, for a Cocaine Bear. Um, there's a female uh, paramedics driver. Asian and and she's driving the she's driving the ambulance and uh, she crashes. Yeah, not well. Not Ooh. not 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 well. Doesn't end well for her. And uh, <laughs> my wife is Chinese, so I stood up mid film and was like, "Her ethnicity had nothing to do with that." <laughs> yeah, was she was funny. stressed out. She, yeah, they're, got they're, a big they're, laugh. Yeah, yeah, and right. that's. That's a cool place to get a laugh. You're in a yes. room with a bunch of comedians, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and, I don't care and, who you are. You can't do that in a public theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. At at some point, someone stood up. Uh, I think this was uh, right before you got there, Adam. Uh, oh, and uh, Justin Martindale was there too. He's a great comic. Uh, and uh, so, someone stood up right before the movie and said, "Now that I've now that I have you all together, I'd like to talk to you about my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ." <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so it's like it. And now we're trying to top each other. Like now, all the comedians are trying to do like mystery science theater, and we're trying to like uh, have the commentary of of the movie. Because at no point will you say a line that'll go over a line in Cocaine Bear, and someone will yell out, "Well, now I have to watch the movie again. I missed right. the line." Right? Yeah, it was. It, it almost didn't even need the sound. No. But but it was it was funny. There's a lot of a lot of jokes in there. When yeah. and I told Chris. You know, they say it's sort of loosely based on a true <laughs> true story. Loosely. Very loosely. But the true story is kind of crazy. So I had Chris look it up from yeah. 1985. Yeah. So, 19, well, okay, backtrack to September 11th, 1985. Okay. Before, mm-hmm. before 9-11 was 9-11. Before 9-11. Right. But yeah. there's still a plane issue here. So this drug, uh, this <laughs> this guy, Andrew C. <laughs> Thornton II, is smuggling drugs, but he the plane's getting too heavy, so he has to dump some patches of cocaine above Georgia. Okay, and he throws them out, and then he he's also with his partner, and eventually they have to bail on the plane too. Something goes wrong. Yeah. I don't know what what it is, but they have to jump out of the plane. So he jumps out of the plane, Andrew, and he has a faulty parachute, mm. and crashes into a driveway in Tennessee and dies instantly. Now this mm. was in the movie. And they actually have the news report from that, so they oh, have see the actual- so they have Tom Brokaw coming on and be like, "Huh, trouble in Georgia, man falls out of the sky, explodes on impact." <laughs> wow, drug dealer, and there's archival footage. Yes, yeah. wow. Ar- now, when I'm doing my horrible Tom Brokaw, I'm trying to do Dana Carvey's Tom Brokaw. Oh, right. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to do that sketch from SNL where it's like Gerald Ford today, right? And, and he yeah. tries to do all the ways that Gerald Ford dies. Look it up. It's yeah, it's how more people do like Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus yeah. Yeah. Actual yeah. Harry Car- yeah, 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 yeah. We're all, we're all, we're all doing Dana's Tom Brokaw. Right. right. So, so the uh, by the way, Andrew Thornton. When he died at the time of his death, he was wearing a bulletproof vest, mm-hmm. Gucci loafers, and had pos- in possession of night vision goggles and a green army duffel bag containing 35 kilos of cocaine valued at $15 million. In 1985. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also $4,500 in cash. 
uh, two pistols and some knives. So that that's the guy landed on the yeah. driveway. Yeah, so I wish someone like that would have landed on my driveway <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. 1985 because I would have went out there and stripped him clean. Sure. And then what would have happened when the cop showed up? It'd just be naked, naked. dude yeah. fell out of a plane. Right. Well, he's wearing his underwear, but I checked. That's <laughs> yeah. all there is. Yeah. And then I was I just, looking for his wallet. I just have several kilos of blow sure. and cash and Gucci shoes to wear. <laughs> That would be literally manna from heaven. Yeah. And then this isn't like, this this isn't even in Atlanta. This is like small town, small town Georgia. So it's like you just take those Gucci shoes and you could, you know, have yourself a small fortune. Yeah. So the cocaine landed and dropped off in Georgia, but he jumped out and landed in Knoxville, Tennessee. And the guy who found him's name is Fred Myers. So, okay. I don't know what's up with Fred. But anyway, so then three months later, they find this bear. In December of '85, who died sometime after consuming the cocaine, mm-hmm. and uh, he, this bear, uh, oh, the bear was alongside 40 opened plastic containers of cocaine, and uh, yeah, the stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine, absorbed only three to four grams into the bloodstream, but uh, uh, but ingested 75 pounds of it, valued at 20 million dollars. Wow! So, yeah, so died. Right you know, I, there's sometimes you think, oh. These stories can be a little dubious or something, but right. I got a. I live with a bear. It's a black lab, 110 yeah. pounds. Yeah, he he yacked up a maxi pad the other day, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally a maxi pad, and he will eat anything. Yeah. So I believe the cocaine's perfectly feasible to sure. me because I live with a bear who will eat <laughs> anything. Yes. It does not have to. Smell like sardines, right? It, Cocaine it, fill the sequel. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've already they've already announced Meth Gator. <laughs> really? They've announced. Might as well. Drug and an animal. Put them together. Drug and an animal. Profit. Put them together. We got Meth Gator coming out. That's been announced. Uh, there, there might meth be. Gator. Yeah, there might. I, I, I think they're going to do uh, Cocaine Shark. I, I, I can't wait. Like, how does this category of film? Sorry to use this phrase. Jump, jump the shark. Jump the cocaine shark. Yeah. 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 How, how at, at one point, if you go to like ecstasy gerbil, like are, are, are we just like just Richard Gere alone in the theater? Like, come on, buddy. Uh, like what? Like what's happening here? What? When? When? When do you right. not? When do you not go see the film? I don't know. Tara Reid's super excited. Though. She's going to get some movies. Ian Ziering has got some work <laughs> coming up. Also, just a heads up about this bear, Adam. So this bear right now. Well, the. The uh, chief medical exa- uh, chief medical examiner who did all the tests on the bear and found the cocaine didn't want the, the ba- uh, didn't want the bear to just be buried or anything like that. So thought, let's taxidermy this bear. Mm. And this bear is now on display in Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky wow. Fun Mall. And wow. um, there's lore about it now. Supposedly, Waylon Jennings owned this bear for a little bit. And Wait, kept it's in, in Kentucky. Yeah, right now this bear is in Kentucky. Where? I'm literally going to Kentucky this weekend. Lexington, the Kentucky Fun Mall. Okay. Take it's, a picture with this bear, Brad. I'm going to be in Louisville this weekend. Uh, it's like a two-hour drive, right? <laughs> I mean, everywhere in Kentucky is probably a two-hour drive. Right. That shows my ignorance. But uh, yeah, I now it's either Muhammad Ali Museum mm. or the actual cocaine bear. Oh, yeah. you got to get that cocaine bear. I got to get a photo with the and cocaine bear. I don't know how this works, but according to the bear's owners, this cocaine bear has the authority to officiate legally binding weddings at the mall. <laughs> how romantic. I don't know how. But <sighs> All right. Well, that's the, the cocaine, cocaine bear. bear story. Yeah. Could you imagine 
pitching it to your fiance. No, 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 no. We're going to get married by the cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we met in Las Vegas. Well, we, we were totally all doing right. blow. I, I don't think you could sell it that way, but I think you okay. could say, look, you're of the Jewish faith. Yeah. I'm Christian. Sure. I, you want a rabbi to proceed over mm-hmm. this thing. I want a priest. Tell you what, let's meet in the middle. Because I want to get off to a good, good right. fresh start with yeah. you. Why don't we have the non-denominal yep. cocaine bear <laughs> proceed over this, and and he'll preside over this, and and sure. that and that'll make your family happy. Yeah, my family will be happy. Yeah, I have fa- I have family members who hunt bear. Yeah, they'll love it. I yep. have a lot of guys who had problems with the booger sugar. Sure, they're probably going to be delighted by this as well. It's in Kentucky, which is near the Bourbon Trail, so That's we'll right. ha- so we'll have some good booze at the wedding. Yes. Like you, all right, you know what? I'm this, now I'm now getting sold on this. This is an easier sell than I thought. It'd yeah, because because I just watched the the Pamela Lee Pamela Anderson doc on Netflix, and yes. I, I didn't realize that she married Tommy Lee like two days after they officially met for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, that that's a crazy sell. And <laughs> uh, but now I'm like, oh, I, I think that sounds more stable. Then, then, then the person going like, "We're gonna get married in front of the cocaine bear." <laughs> it's gonna be no, efficient. it's gonna be it's gonna be a great wedding, honey. It's gonna be a great wedding. Oh my god, it's gonna be the cocaine bear. Can you imagine the after party? Can you imagine the after party, baby? And you say I'm not tolerant of the gays. We have a little cocaine bear marrying us. That's better than Burt Crasher. Does um, I want so that's in Lexington. Yeah, you're in, Lu- you're in Louisville. I'm I'm in Louisville. I'm supposed to go to the Muhammad Ali Museum, but I don't know. I think I may. I think I may bypass that. Yeah. And go coach. I feel like tell you everything you need to know. Muhammad yeah. Ali is his own museum. We've seen it. We've seen it. I I feel the same way about Elvis. Like I've seen countless hours of him performing and right. all the pictures and yeah. all him at Graceland. Like yeah. I I get it. I've yeah. seen everything I need to see. Don't need to see the jungle room again. Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali, I've seen everything you need to yeah. see, but the cocaine bear, that's a book you've never opened. That that is. And uh so now we we've seen the movie, but now we got to see the real thing. And but, you need to get in now before it really blows up. Yeah. I mean, the line's probably already out the door. Can you imagine the person or the museum that has the actual cocaine bear. When they hear about this movie, they're just like, mother of God, daddy's yeah. going to get a new car. Oh, we're going to sell some mugs. <laughs> Boy, we're going to sell mugs. We need mugs with that bear on it. We are going to move. Mugs, t-shirts. It, we are going to move so much merch because yeah. of this goddamn movie. Yeah. Um, Does taxidermied animals bother you guys as much as it bothers me? I don't understand it. See, for me, it's... I'm cool with the one taxidermied animal. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's already merch. There there's, al- there's already merch. Cocaine bear. How far is Lexington from Louisville? Fi- find out. <laughs> Hour and a half. Oh, oh easy. This is a this easy. is an er- this is an early morning. I can do both. <laughs> and Brad, that's by car. Brad travels by hawk. Yes. <laughs> he has a hawk pick him up, swoop down, and just drop him. I, w- I will travel via meth hawk yeah. <laughs> to go see the cocaine bear. I will watch the shit that's out a of meth hawk. Meth hawk. Oh, my God. God. Cocaine bear. Yeah. Let's go, meth hawk. You know, you, you, you know he's got to be hanging out in the Inland Empire. Oh, the meth hawk, <laughs> yeah. So... 
Hour and a half. I'm going to yeah. Cocaine Bear. Methock also could be based on a true story. Now <laughs> I think about it, you got to go there. It has to be chronicled. It's a pilgrimage more than it is a visit. It really is. You know, uh, some people got <laughs> some people got to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Some people their mecca is actually mecca. You yeah, know? some people want to go to a, t- a temple on Mount Sinai. Yeah, I'm going to the actual Cocaine Bear. How many people have tried to sniff the fur? Yeah, they just come in like, I wonder if there's still some traces. That's good. That's good old Colombian Bam Bam. <laughs> I'm not freaked out by the taxidermy too much. I'm yeah. kind of freaked out by the people who enjoy it too much. Mm. Oh, okay. It's so more the dude who has it parked in his living room. Right. Th- and that used to be a staple of every bad guy, rich uh, dad, yes. 80s movie. Such a yes. tell, yeah. When yes. the young college student who was dating his daughter who was from the wrong side of the tracks right right. you know would would come at some point he'd have a brandy snifter and he'd ask him to come into a study and he'd do the two book doors the pocket doors he'd close Mm -hmm. the mahogany pocket doors and he'd sit down it'd be like andrew mccarthy or something (laughs) circa 1987 what are your what are your plans what for Mm, my daughter what if you but behind him would always be the ominous kodiak bear yes and that said he was a bad dude who wasn't to be trifled with yes and then the guy the 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 kid gives him his story like well you know i really love your daughters you know right we like the same that doesn't pay the bills son and then he he just looks at him and then he turns Looks at the bear and says, Kodiak bear. Mm. Found him in the, uh, tracked him oh, the through, the, right. through the Alaskan outback. Right. They said, no man has ever killed a bear like that <laughs> by himself. I Whoa. did. You think you're going to be a problem for me? Brad was swirling no, his coat. Yes. I was. I got to get into the character. <laughs> snifter. No, character. he talks about what he admires about the bear. Ah, Kodiak yes. bear. Will die protecting his family. <laughs> Kodiak Bear's been known to hunt a man eighty miles without eating, without sleeping. That's where they start. Yes. They yeah. start grafting on what he'll do, right? And then, and then you say, and then they say, if you kill a bear, you get the same characteristics. Yes, yeah. You, you, you inhabit the soul. Aha! The soul of the bear. So the bear lives within me. And I will find you. We were talking Roadhouse the other day. Yeah. Okay. I believe in the fin- final big fight scene at Ben Gazzara's house, I think a giant stuffed bear le- fell on oh, right. one of the guys. Yeah. Two. Am I making that up? That sounds familiar. I think that did happen. That a giant at the, when he was in Ben Gazzara's house, cabin, mm-hmm. yeah. who was an evil guy mm-hmm. who had a stuffed bear. <laughs> And that's how you to. knew he was an evil dude. You got to. There's two There's two ways you know dude's evil from like 80s movies. He yeah. has a stuffed bear and he yells at his underlings for no good reason. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. The help. Yeah. Yeah. I, the help I think there's a giant Yeah, here's a black polar bear. bear. Is it a polar bear? Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh-oh. What? Plenty of time to move. You can get out of the way. I yeah. wouldn't shoot a stuffed polar bear. Falls over and then oh. kills him. Yeah. Now, a couple things. Um, wouldn't the guy who spends a lot of time at the boss's house be quite familiar with his stuffed polar bear? Yeah. 
They don't exactly sneak up on you. He <laughs> probably was in and out of that study mm-hmm. 15 times. Probably had long conversations about the, did he buy that on eBay? Did right. he shoot it himself? Right. Is yeah. it even legal to shoot a polar bear? Yeah. So when the polar bear is being pushed toward him. There's context. There's context. <laughs> yes. There's, oh, if you that's woke the boss's up, bear. If you woke up in the middle of the night yeah. and that thing was being pushed toward the foot of your bed, by all means, freak out. Scream. Yeah, But exactly. in this context, with yeah. a room filled with other stuffed and, um, I don't know, stuffed animals, but we'll call them taxidermied animals. Right. A lot of context. Yeah. I would assume a guy's pushing the bear. And yeah. I should save my bullets for the guy who's pushing the bear. You know, he's seen enough. There must even be, like, in his head, like, a scenario if that thing falls on me. I, I already know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> polar Cocaine bear should have been a polar bear, should've, if you really, really think about should've. it. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, they're trying to keep it true to the story. Remember, yeah. the true story about oh, black yeah. bear. Ba- yeah, based on a true story. Brad mm-hmm. uh, took, went to England for 55 hours. <laughs> I did. All, all all in including flights yeah including including flights uh something like 24 out of the 55 hours i was in the air i flew flew to london uh I landed there about four o'clock had a day uh had that night kind of to acclimate the next day was the show next morning fly home he was in london less than like when we go to philly yeah. how much time did you do uh a, a, an hour oh that's good yeah yeah, yeah, full yeah, hour. yeah they they had me at the uh just for last festival in London, and they had me in a tent that was just outside the O2 Arena. So I say I played the O2 Arena. Yeah, uh-huh. it, was, it was technically the parking lot. Uh-huh. Put that in the bio, <laughs> baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, they set up this tent that looked like a genie's asshole. And uh, I, if you pull up the photo on Instagram, you, no, I, I said genie's asshole. Pull up the photo. Tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was great. I, this is my first time doing shows. Um, or a show that, uh, uh, that was in England that wasn't, you know, that, see, see, oh, yes, genie's does, asshole. Yeah, does look genie's like bundle. a genie's asshole. Yeah. Tell me I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was worried about like, okay, I'm American. How, how much of my, how much of my material is going like, to translate? Yeah. How, like if I tell a Kardashian joke, are they going to get it? Like, are like what they have there? Uh, uh, but they got it, man. It was, it was a really fun show. They were really into it. The fans that were there were very thankful. And, uh, there were, there were some Adam Carolla fans there. Yeah. Wow. There were absolutely Adam Carolla fans there. All I'm saying, London trip, buddy. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've done it, but we should, we, we should in, do it yeah, again. Well, we were in London for about 10 hours because we were in Chichester for Ch- like Chichester. 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have to say that. You have yeah. to say fast. Yes. Yeah. Which is Chichester's as far from London as Lexington is from Louisville. Yeah. And you yeah. have to say Louisville. Lou- yeah. You yeah, have yeah, to say yeah. Louisville. But, but the thing about, Flying there wasn't that bad because I fly American Airlines a lot. I got I got upgraded, so I had the pod, which oh you had the pod yeah I had the pod oh the pod's the best yeah what's the pod like for you because for Adam it's, it's glorious a, it's so a what's duplex. it like it's playing, a duplex playing racquetball in there yeah <laughs> I was like hey I got yeah I got a game of pickleball over here everybody yeah. let's go so yeah the pod is fantastic and I always just think to myself what does what does the person think who has to walk by. And sees the, <laughs> the dwarf in the pod, knowing they're going to coach. That's yeah, just, that's just got to be like Adam. You're six two, six three, yeah, six two. Yeah, like if you're if you're walking by, if you're walking to coach, you have a eight to twelve hour flight ahead of you, and you see someone my size, right, already with their legs up before the bed goes flat. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be kind of upset. 
you got to be kind of second guessing decisions. Well, it's basically knee room for me. That's yeah. the entire the entire thing. It's just your knees against the seat in front of you mm-hmm. <clears throat> for the entire flight. Yes, and that's the painful part of coach for me. Your height, coach. You know, I mean, first things first, the the whole meal service and all that kind of stuff, at least domestically, it's not what it used to be. So it's pretty much just seat size. Um, And then the thing that they go, well, you get free beer, you get free hummus box. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, but you can buy the beer for $7 and you get the hummus box for $12. And I'm assuming that if you're in first class, a $7 beer, $12 beer, whatever, it's not going to. It, it, it's not going to give you too much of a hit. Well, it's it's in first class. It's free, but the ticket is three thousand bucks <laughs> versus four hundred bucks. Right. And then then people go, but you get free food. It's like, yeah, you get twenty eight dollars of free food. <laughs> so <laughs> let's back that out of the three thousand yeah, dollars you exactly. pay. But but for me, it's all legroom. Yeah. And so for you and Chris. I mean, the world is your oyster yeah. in coach. We yeah. could share a pod, Brad. We could. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Just that, as comfortable. Uh, see, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm ha- I'm happily married, but I would love, A, to be gay, B, to be married to a gay dwarf. Because mm. you would just be, you would buy <laughs> one ticket and just say, We're, we get the pod. Yeah. And, 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 and You can argue with that? Yeah. Who's you can argue with that? You can't. You're, oh, you're going to be the guy that throws off the two homosexual disabled That's a people. CNN headline oh my right there. god, you don't, want, don't you, you don't want those optics. I don't <laughs> even want to be, you know, insensitive here, Brad, but yeah. you can bring a medium-sized dog on a plane these yeah. days. Yes, you can. What if the dwarf was a service dwarf? <laughs> you just put a vest on him and a handle, and you just walk. You just walk onto any flight, just toting yeah. this guy. Service dwarves, and you know what? I think we have <laughs> there are a plenty nomination. of dwarves that are the size of a medium sized dog. Yes, and I've seen many a medium sized dog in yes. the airport on the airplane. You can train them a lot faster than a German Shepherd. And and, and, and by the way. You explain to me, FAA guy, Mm -hmm. why a medium-sized dog just sleeping on the floor in front of the bulkhead makes sense from a safety perspective. Right. But my friend, Tim the Dwarf, (laughs) laying on the floor in the same place is somehow dangerous? That's dangerous. He could assist in people escaping from this plane. Absolutely. I I mean, unless it's like, hey, can you grab the bag from the overhead storage? We can't do that. And but we can do other things. Emotionally, oh. you go, look, uh, I need my dog emotionally. Yeah. I don't. This is my life partner. Yes. We just mm-hmm. blew each other. <laughs> you don't think I need this we just, <laughs> with me? We could have, that uh, we, that I, I've never watched a gay porn. But if you told me that two gay dwarves were banging in the bathroom of a, of a 747, I'd yes. watch that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that tape. One one hops up on the toilet, it becomes a spectacle. We yeah. just yeah. did a thirty four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna take a moment for that. That's guy, the dwarf sixty nine. Yeah, yes. some some people were like thirty four and a half. I don't, and then thank yeah. you. I love a math joke. Great All right, joke. so I think you could do this 
carry on dwarf thing. I'm gonna try. It. I thing. mean, the next time the the next time my wife flies or I have to go somewhere and my, and my wife is flying with me, yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get an orange vest. Yes, I'm gonna be her service dwarf. I am trained. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, unlike some service dogs. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. actually certified. Yeah, I'm certified. I will not go to the bathroom on the on the flight. You won't or, take a right. shit in the aisle. Nope. Right. Not gonna happen. Not I, gonna happen. I'm 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 not gonna bark at a black guy. All right. Know, and, yeah. And, and, and make it real awkward. Right. You're not gonna right. fight with all the other dwarfs. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> He's just claiming his territory. Yeah, and then if I and then if I do make noise, some guys like he smells my dwarf. <laughs> yeah, that's why <laughs> he sm- He must smell my dwarf from up. Look at him. Yeah, my dwarf. My shins smell like my dwarf, <laughs> and that's why he's rubbing up against. <laughs> he smells like my dwarf. <laughs> See? It's that's endless possibilities. That sounds like a bad '80s sitcom. <laughs> Smells like my dwarf. That's yeah, or, dwarf, or Nirvana song. <laughs> but and in all this facacta, like we just had Richard Belzer pass, and oh. I interviewed him years ago, and he was talking about that yeah. his dog was a seizure alert dog that he flew with his wife. The, yeah, his yeah. wife flew. And I said, how does this dog alert yeah. you? Oh, they'll see and alert you to take your medication. That's fine, but nobody better at alerting than a dwarf. How about a sharp elbow in the ribs? Like, yeah. hey, bitch, take your meds. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to fucking walk in a circle. No. It's it, You're shouting it out. Yeah. By the way, oh, this dog reminds me to take my seizure medication. We have iPhones. That's right. You can have an alarm. <laughs> a little alert. We yeah. have service dwarfs now. Yeah, we have service dwarfs. We they, we got this. We yeah. don't we, we don't need to bring the dogs. I, oh, that, you know what? This 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 is a, this is a billion dollar industry. You need to make sure though when you travel that mm-hmm. you stay at a dwarf friendly hotel. Some right. Hotels they'll leave a bowl out yeah, in the lobby. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> you can wet your whistle after a long, long <laughs> day's travel. It's good. So you know, so, some hotels. I'll I'll be honest. I've, I I as you know, I've traveled the world. I have stayed in m- many hotels. Some hotels are not dwarf friendly. I get up there and that shower head is going straight to the other side of the wall, and I and you can't do anything about. I it. can't do anything about it. Nothing. Mm. I, 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 I got I, I got to start jumping up just to wet the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. Oh, so, yeah. right. You can't adjust it. Yeah. You know what? When and some and some of the beds way too high, mm. way too high. I'm not getting on. You got to get those like dwarf friendly steps or like or like an ottoman A ramp or something, something, yeah. something, yeah. something, something to make it happen. So, yes, yeah, so you got to stay in dwarf friendly hotels. Now mm. and and because and you have to be now, able to travel with your dwarf because no one likes boarding their dwarf. No, no one no, likes no, 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 because the, 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 those conditions are inhumane. Yeah, they're staying horrible. at the dwarf kennel. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what they're feeding them. No, Probably cotton candy. Yeah, that's a dwarf's natural food. You know, I mean, that's what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to travel? That, that's right. You make a good point. All right, Dan Dunn is here. We got a yes a question and maybe a challenge. Okay, for, for Brad, and uh, we'll do that right after this. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Love these guys. I like the smell. I mean, people order stuff online, but I go into the store and I take it all in. O'Reilly. Smells like victory. 
It's O Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shop in store or online. Get points and rewards sent straight to your phone or your inbox. You can get two, three, or even four times the bonus points on select purchases. To get you to your next reward even faster, receive a $5 reward for every 150 O Rewards points. And if you're uh, already an O Rewards member and not receiving the rewards, just add your email or mobile phone number and get a $10 reward just for updating your existing account. And you sign up, and it's quick, and it's easy. Just go to O'ReillyAuto.com, O'ReillyAuto.com, or do it in a store. That's an O'Reilly store. Bad weather freaks me out. I was in New York City not too long ago, and yeah, and they got a blizzard there. They got a foot and a half of snow in one day, okay? One fucking day, okay? And I'm on stage talking about it, like, there's a foot and a half of snow outside. The audience is like, it's no big deal. It's like a foot and a half of snow. Like, uh, no, it's a big deal. Ah, it's just a foot and a half of snow. It's a foot and a half of snow. It's just a foot and a half of snow. And I am four feet fucking tall, alright? That's a big deal for me. Maybe not for you guys. Maybe you guys walk around a foot and a half of snow, you trip, you fall, your knee gets wet, you're like, oh god, it's winter time. If I trip and fall in a foot and a half of snow, I die. You understand how that works? I was scared. I went to one of those sporty goods stores and I bought one of those soccer flags and I just duct taped that shit to my back. People were looking at me like, Brad, you look like a loser. Don't give a shit. I'm gonna live. Brad Williams is on the Adam Carolla Show. Well, Brad's got dates. He's going to yeah. be in Louisville and Lexington. <laughs> Seeing the cocaine bear. I'd go down to Lexington and watch his 20-minute set in front of Cocaine Bear, because I bet he's going to have thoughts. I will. Hollywood Improv coming up March 14th. And That's then- with you. Oh, great. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio is going to be at uh, Hilarities. Though. Yeah. Be, uh, and we, March uh, 17th through the 18th. We sold out all the shows, so we had to add a four o'clock Saturday show in Cleveland. Wow. We added a four o'clock Saturday show in Louisville. We added a second Thursday show in Columbus, a second Thursday show in Spokane. We got yeah. the, uh, Wil- the the Wilbur Theater. We sold out one of those. So then we did a wow. second one at the Wilbur. Wow. Uh, Sony Hall in New York City is coming up. We sold out the early one. So we got to do a second one there. Wow. So, yeah. I'm You're doing killing it, man. I'm doing theaters. That's great. Let's go. Wilbur's Woo. a big, beautiful theater. And he sold that thing out. Yeah. had a second one in Boston, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the fucking Wilbur. Oh, that's that's, awesome. how, that's how you guys say it, kid. Oh, he saw out the first show at the Wilbur Kid. That's a, that's a great show. Uh, Dan, forty nine from Florida. Dan, yeah. Hi guys. Hi guy. Hey guy. I was curious if uh, maybe Ted Koppel were to do the Bobby Hollander video. Maybe we we do a reboot like they do these days, except it's Ted. Uh, Whipping five uh, with Sean Grant. I'm just curious what that would sound like. Oh, that's right. Well, maybe we need a little of the original if Dawson can dig up the original. All right. <laughs> we'll listen to a little original, then we'll see. Got to see what I can do here. Hi. You thought it was Alfred, but it's not. My name is Bobby Hollander, and I'd like to introduce you to a tape called The Personal Touch. Now, The Personal Touch is something different in home entertainment. It's strictly adult, strictly X, and it's hot. It's so hot, it's going to blow your balls off. It's going to want to make you wet your panties. It's going to want to make you reach in and grab it. 
It's going to want to make a comment on your television screen. The personal touch means personal touch. It stars Shauna Grant, Sharon Mitchell, Paul Thomas, Ron Jeremy, Dominique, a newcomer to the screen, Gene Hollow. The personal touch was shot on videotape to give you the finest quality in adult entertainment. It's going to let you, the home viewing audience, get out of your bed, off your couch, out of the bar, and you music. guys that are watching it in a bar the building music. are going to be into the bathroom in a minute, pulling your wang wang. I don't mean to say it in an obscene way, but we, we wanted to make it that way. Shauna Grant in this film who stars, you've seen in Penthouse, you've seen in Swank, High Society, Chic, Hustler, Velvet. You've jerked off to her in Genesis and Gallery. She's gorgeous. She's young, she's blonde, and she has a body that'll blow you away. Right. She's going to tell you how you can write to her personally and get a free, black and white, personally autographed photo of her just by sending your name and address. It's no hope, it's no joke. And we know the personal touch is hot. Ladies, go out. I hope you have new batteries for your vibrator. Husbands, whip five on yourself. <laughs> do it lubricated. But this tape is designed to. Make All right, you we got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, All right, Dan. Yes, sir. So, All right, so what you want me to do as legendary newsman Ted Koppel is to talk about the personal touch. You want me to do it, and let me tell you. Listen, this is legendary newsman Ted Koppel. I don't know if you know this. I haven't been on your TV recently. Why is that? Because now I'm hawking porno. <laughs> and let me tell you, the best porno to hawk is the personal touch. Let me tell you why. <laughs> it's strictly X. It's hot. It's wonderful. And, oh, breaking news, I just blew my balls off to the personal touch. That's right. I had a built-up, normally large amount of semen in my balls. It needed to be let go, and I did. I I blew my balls off to Shauna Grant. Now, Shauna Grant is hotter than the lavas of Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> She's wonderful. And in all my time, I've never been more attracted to Gene Harlow. <laughs> I thought I was hot when I reported on baby Jessica. She has nothing on Sharon Mitchell. And it's no hoke. It's no joke. What you're going to do is this tape is designed for you to masturbate. Dan Dunn doesn't even use his VR goggles. (laughs) This tape is so good that you don't want VR. You want the personal touch. Now, we understand, as I've reported on my blog, that Ron Jeremy is problematic. (laughs) But if you want to see him when he wasn't, (laughs) then you got to watch the personal touch. You got to whip five on that schlong, homie. (laughs) And let let me tell you, it's not just for men. Ladies, you're going to want to charge up those vibrators, plug in a USB cable, because you're going to be plugged into the personal touch. It's going to make you want to come right on your television screen and cover all the faces. 
But don't worry. You can wipe it off with a squeegee, just like I do after I blew my own balls off watching the personal touch. But I'm a very wealthy man. I had a Mexican come in with a squeegee and clean off my screen. This is what I did. It's the only way I can finish is if I see a Mexican with a squeegee. The car wash is a problematic place for me. <laughs> but it, it's all there for you on the personal touch. Just subscribe to Ted Koppel's OnlyFans <laughs> at, at OnlyFans.com slash I'm Ted Koppel. Yes. Wow. That was awesome. No man could resist jerking off after that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Dan, I mean... What's when, that? when your fans come up to me during, because I do meet and greets after every show, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take photos, I'll sell the merchandise, all the cocaine bear merch that I'm going <laughs> to repackage. Uh, and when they come up to me, and many fans ask me to do like a Ted Koppel impression, I've done a few voicemails, I've done, I've done stuff like that. I, uh, I've gotten a couple cameos. Ooh. If you want Ted Koppel to do a cameo, you can find me on Cameo, and I'll do it. I'll shout out someone's birthday. Is it your birthday? Are you of an appropriate age? <laughs> then I could talk to you. Yeah. So uh, I, your fans are fantastic, and I love doing stuff like that. Dan? I was going to ask if I should stay tuned for Nightline. Oh, that's right. After the personal touch, stay tuned for Nightline. <laughs> nice button. Yes, because right there on the end, tonight on Nightline, it's kind of sad because I just told you how... You could, how you're going to grab and stroke your penis. But unfortunately, on Nightline, we have sex trafficking going Ooh, on in the United States. Oh, that's a boner killer. It might be a boner killer. But <laughs> once Nightline is over, put back on the personal touch, too, starring Ginger Lynn and Christy Canyon. They're getting decorated by Peter North. <laughs> decorated, if you know what I mean. That means there's a lot of cum on their face. Now stay tuned for Nightline again. <laughs> wow, there you go. Yeah, man. I was with a father-son team. and, a, and, a, and, that, a, and We a, don't do that on the personal touch. <laughs> a, <laughs> to be clear. A prominent father <laughs> okay. with the teenage son eating lunch in Pasadena like 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and somehow Peter Norse's name came up, yeah, and I, the, like I sat there while the son explained to Dad <laughs> what? why he was called the decorator. Oh. <laughs> he has a large amount of ejaculate. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, let's see. Maybe we'll break a little early, because uh, <clears throat> Paul... Paul Sanguinetti, mixologist, and uh, Dan Dunn is here. Paul just had his car towed. Yeah, they're running a little late. Oh, they are? Well, because, yeah, Paul had his car towed with all the booze in it, so they had to oh. go get the other booze. I mean, if you guys need a bit, I've got a bit. I've, I've, I've got a bit we can do. Let's do a bit. Okay. So, uh, I sent this to you, Chris. Oh, uh, the song. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, because... I like to sit down. I like to listen to a little music, and I don't like a lot of country music, but there's one artist that I I, re- I really like. His name is Chris Stapleton. I like Chris Stapleton. We were just talking about how great the national anthem yeah. was. Yeah. He sang yeah. the national anthem at the Super Bowl. He did the song Cold at the Grammys, uh, Midnight Train to Memphis. He's a real deal. And yeah. He's legit. So, yeah. I'm, so I like to listen to his station, and oftentimes... Songs will come up by on other like artists. Serious XM or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, 
do you like this? Like, kind of like when you're watching porn, you're like, do you like the personal touch? You may <laughs> also like <Right>. Nightline. <laughs> <laughs> Nightline, the X-rated parody. Uh, so uh, someone says, oh, if you like Chris Stapleton, you'll like this song by a, a guy named Hardy, and the song is called Wait in the Truck. Mm-hmm. It's very... Now, once this tune kicks in, you're like, okay, now listen to the lyrics here. Mm-hmm. So you're just listening to this. I'm just listening to this. Mm-hmm. And this kick this kicks in quick. I got turned around to some little town I'd never been to before. All right. Working sure. my way through a middle of June, midnight thunderstorm. Driving around, he's lost. There was something in the headlights that stopped me on a dime. What well, she see? was scared to death. Oh. So I said, climb in and then she climbed. Oh. Okay, so he's got a straggler, oh. a, a woman on the side of the road. Seems yeah. in some distress. Just, this is a net like any other. Yeah. Now. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Cocaine bear got there. I know. That girl had been through enough. Okay. I just threw it in drive, looked in those eyes, and asked her where he was. I don't know. Oh, vigilante's no. vengeance. I didn't ask questions. I just looked at a beat up girl and said, I know Where is he? Yeah. I'll take it from here. I'll, here. Don't worry, I got this. Oh boy. Well I knocked and knocked and no one came, so I kicked in his double eye. Just kicked in the door. Yeah. I let the hammer drop before he got to that twelve he was reaching for. You let the hammer drop, he shot him. I didn't try to hide my pistol. I didn't even try to run. I just sat on the Smoking one of his Ooh. cigarettes and waited for the cops to come. All right, stop Power it right there. Move. Stop it right there. Just so, just so we're clear, he's driving. He sees a woman. Right. She, she's in distress. Mm-hmm. He he picks her up. He's a good Samaritan. He notices that she's bruised, that she's a little beat up. Doesn't ask questions. Just says, where is he? Yes. Yeah. That's it. No, like, Also, hey. it's dark, and it's probably a trailer park. Yeah. So we don't know if he got the right trailer. No. It could have been just a dude, like, sleeping in the trailer. Because he says he just kicked in the door. And, and the guy reached, anyone would reach for his 12 gauge. Yes. yes. And then he just let the hammer drop. No. Hey, are you a husband? Did yeah. you ha- did, did are you having some problems? Yeah, maybe with the, the husband was on the shitter, and this was his buddy that yeah. was just hanging out in the double wide. He's watching Nightline, and yeah. then all of a sudden, the guy just kicks in the door. Boom! Yeah, takes then, him out, and then doesn't run. Goes out on the porch and smokes one of the guy's cigarettes. Well, this girl's still waiting in the truck. Now yeah. she's in the truck looking yeah. outside, and this guy's just sitting on the porch smoking a cigarette. Yeah. All right, let's keep let's keep playing because it because it it like that's it keep it, it keeps going. There's some more. All right, this is the oh can't fire a gun inside a trailer because all there is is a thin sheath of aluminum. Oh, the yeah. neighbor got passed right yeah. through. Probably killed the neighbor's yeah. kid in yeah. sleep. Yeah. 
didn't talk. Just said, you know what? Vigilante justice. Let's go. Wait in the truck. Girl, don't wait in that truck. This guy's unhinged. Get out of that truck. Yeah. Have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. A little bit of a bridge right here. Have mercy on me. Lord. It's been 60 months. She still comes to see me from time to time. 60 months. She comes every now and then. 60 months. To see a brighter side of the girl I picked up that night. Really invested. And I might be here forever. It ain't paradise, that's true. But it's a hell of a lot better than the place I sent him to. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now. Now it just goes back All to right. chorus and stuff. You can yeah. cut Let it. me pose this question. Yes. It's a powerful song. So, yeah. so he, he, I like that song to be honest. <laughs> I do too. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the, the beat's good. Yeah. There's some pain in his but his I, voice, but holy fuck, man. Let me uh I've never really thought about this, but you know, <clears throat> we've always sort of the critique of a lot of like the Rap community is yeah. like they're always talking about rolling with the Crips and popping caps and guys' yeah. asses yeah. and rolling in their 64 that has the airbags on it and fighting with the popo. But then yeah, you find out, I'll do that one. Find out the guy grew up in, <laughs> That's in right. he grew up in Encino. Yeah. And uh, went yeah. to a private Posers. school. And oh. it's like, where are you putting caps in people's yeah. asses in Encino in like 1991? Yeah. So you're talking about John Morant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, the gun. But, yeah. Let's look. Uh, let's not let the country guys off the hook because the country guys not. always like. I was noodling a catfish. <laughs> she oh. was in Daisy Dukes and she was barefoot. <laughs> and she, it's like, really? Did this happen? I think you and she handed school. me a bottle of Jack Daniels and we drank it on the dock. <laughs> yeah, and we made love oh. on the dock while yeah. I was noodling a catfish. <laughs> yes. And it's like, did our? Do you grew up pretty much in a metropolitan area? Right. You went to an all boys school. Yeah. I need yeah. my lyrics certified your yeah. dad yeah your dad worked for ibm like <laughs> what dock were you hanging on all night making love in your truck you know what i mean this never happened i better hear that hardy's got a rap sheet yeah does hardy, yes. does hardy have a rap sheet because this guy sees a woman doesn't ask what happened just says i know what happened and i got it now i'm not trying to defend people that beat up women of course for the guy that lays his hands on a woman yeah you deserve what's coming to you in that song but that's the problem we don't know if that was the guy we still yeah it's not been confirmed and if you watch the video the video he just kicks in the door and boom doesn't ask questions doesn't say hey what was the argument about you know, there's three, you know, there's three sides to every tale. The, 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 the both sides and then the truth. Plus, None of that. this chick's going to be psychologically damaged for the rest of her life because she is going to be in a new relationship. Yeah, you know, and then at some point, inevitably. They're going to be driving in a truck because that's where they're from. <laughs> and the boyfriend's going to pull up in front of the AM, PM yeah. and go, you want to slush you? Just wait in the truck. And she's going, no! No! That's what that is. You're going to go kill someone right like, now? No, I'm just putting gas in it. And you're yeah. just raining outside. I'm just saying, yeah. wait in the truck. And she's going to have a full flashback. 
All right. Now we've killed enough time for Dan Dunn yes. and Paul Sanguinetti to come in here. There's going to be a little competition. I think Dan oh. has challenged Chris Mack Zapata. Oh, okay, good. To an Irish car bomb? Yeah. Well, he's going to be doing some Irish whiskeys and cocktails because of the upcoming St. Patrick's Day. So the Irish car bomb is going to be... I'm sure someone's made this joke somewhere, but the Irish car bomb has to be the only drink named after an act of terrorism. Right. Yeah. You know, there's not there, there's not too what? many, oh, uh, I'll take two 9-11 hijackers. <laughs> right. Like, that's not, Are we okay that's with probably that? yeah. somebody's joke. I'm, I, I, I don't think it's mine. No, that's the thing, too. In, 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 in America, like in Pittsburgh, you drink a Boilermaker. Right. That's named okay. after an industry. Right. But if it's an Irish drink, yeah. you gotta you gotta tag the IRA. Yeah. But yeah, in yeah, London, yeah. aren't Stella's called wife beaters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had one in London. Yeah. Oh, really? shit. <laughs> all right. Well we'll have we'll see who can chug it the fastest uh, yeah. between Dan and Max Pat and we'll do all that right after this. Let me tell you about my girl Angie. That's right. Angie's list. Well it's now Angie. And they made it easier for you to get all the projects you need to get done and done for your home and done right. I use this, and I can do all of this stuff. I got the tools. I got the know-how. But I don't got the time. So I use Angie. They'll hang the pictures. They'll do the things that I don't want to do. And uh, you get your time back. 20-plus years of home service experience, and they've combined with new tools to simplify the whole process. On the Angie app, just answer a few questions. They'll handle the rest. See ratings and reviews, compare quotes from local pros, and connect instantly. Cross items off the to-do list with just a few taps on the phone. Whether it's routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy. Right, Dawson? Get your next project done with the help of a pro from Angie. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Ace man, Tom with an H from Philly. Hey, listen, you had uh, Kyle Dunnigan um, in the studio uh, with uh, Chris Hansen the other day, and you guys were talking about the cast of Emergency and actor Kevin Ty, uh, who played Roy DeSoto. You said you hadn't seen him since. Well, you might recall a movie that you like, I think. He was the owner. Kevin Ty played the owner of the Double Deuce uh, shithouse bar uh, in the fine cinematic masterpiece Roadhouse. Get it on. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Yeah, I forgot. He owned the Double Deuce, and he had to have the best in the business, although a little undersized, come in there and clean it up. And the best uh, cinematic movie scene ever is right at the beginning when uh, he, of emergency fame, uh, the owner of the Double Deuce, calls Swayze, who's working in, in like, he, he's in like St. Louis or something. And he's like, um, they have this conversation I've always wanted to have, Dan. I don't know if you've ever had one of these or Brad. Yeah. Where you go, you're just, you're trying to get a job, but you're right. not trying to get a job. You're laying out your terms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 500 cash every night on the barrel head, no questions asked. And when can I expect you? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do we know when you don't even think don't about even it? Don't think about it. Right. I'll it, be there one day, it, or I won't. It was, it's <laughs> Whatever. A, it's, it's, a, it's the toughest dude. The toughest thing he did in that movie was mm-hmm. not kick everyone's ass. It was that conversation where he's laying out his terms 
to the guy from emergency who owns the double deuce. Next time you're on, you're going on a date, fellas, and that and that and that girl says, "What time you pick me up?" Yeah, that's right. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah, I get there. Be yeah, ready. Ben can find it somewhere. <laughs> it's early in the movie. He's in a parking lot, and uh, he's heading out to clean up the double deuce. Dan Dunn is here. Now we're going to guest of the year. Barely Dan here. Dawson yeah. has, has thrown his trucker cap into the ring <laughs> for the, uh, yeah, the, Irish, the Irish car bomb. Irish car bomb because mm-hmm. he has a title that I was unaware of. <laughs> yeah, I, I just found this out too. Uh, the year was 19... <laughs> 1990, I don't know. The air was crisp that day, my friend. This is when my first uh, (laughs) troubles with alcohol started. But uh, I was at UC Davis. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is before I got arrested and kicked out of school. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was in a fraternity that was the the drinking fraternity. When I told other people that I knew, yeah, I'm going to this house, they go, ooh, be careful. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a contest amongst all of the fraternities. And me at... 18 years old, took the title of second fastest drinker at UC Davis. Wow. All right. And my cousin won. He was the fastest. Wow. Yeah, they say the family. It's in the, the, blood. In the, family. the alcohol it's in the runs blood. deep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Dawson's going to join because Chris can, uh, he can, he can put a beer down pretty quick with some whiskey. Well, the good news it. is Ready. for both of you, you know, you're going to finish at least second or third. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Dan's Look out. A lot of shit. Well, first of all, let me say this. It's good to be here. I'm very stressed, but I'm starting to come down. I'm bad. We're going to have some whiskey, and we got Paul Sanguinetti here is making a couple cocktails. But just to give you an idea of what I had to go through to get here today. So I'm at home. I'm, get, I'm just ready. I'm getting in my vibe. And, and Paul Sanguinetti calls and says he's at uh, Whole Foods, and do we need anything more? And I said, all right. And then he mentions that his car got towed. And I go, from, from Whole Foods? Mm-hmm. No, no, I got towed from my house so i had to come over here and i said okay but you have all the booze right because he came to my house yesterday mm-hmm. and picked up all the booze for the segment he goes oh yeah no i got it I go, all right so you brought it in the house oh no no where was it it's in your car paul i right. put it in your car yesterday right. oh no i don't have it uh-huh. this is this isn't an, an, an hour and 15 minutes ago or whatever the fuck it was. and i'm like are you what Thank God for Bevmo. I ran to Bevmo <laughs> and got everything I needed, and then I have to. But they are now, and then I have to pick him up because so now I'm coming up Lincoln Boulevard in Venice, tour, uh, towards Venice Boulevard. Yeah. I have to make a left to go get Paul. Traffic's backed up, so I decide to do that maneuver where you you're just going to cut into the other lane oncoming a little mm-hmm. bit just to make that left, and I follow a guy in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sweating now because I'm already running late. And as soon as we do it, out of my corner of my eye, I see on the left-hand side in the parking lot, Popo. And the lights go on, okay? And the lights go on, and I'm just going, well, this is it. There's no segment today. (laughs) Now, here's the deal. There were two two lanes going left. Mm -hmm. The guy who was in front of me took the right left-turning lane, Uh and I, I don't know how this occurred to me, I went, get in the left lane. This happened in a split second because the cop's going to get behind the guy in the right lane because it's easier to pull him over. And that's what he did. But there was this moment where we're both there and I'm waiting to go, who's he going to get behind? Uh. Because if he gets behind me, there's no booze segment today on the Corolla show. He got behind him. 
and uh, there was more to it. And you're here. Then I'm here. I made it. Thank you. It's a good thing you don't have a microphone in front of yourself right now where you can indict yourself. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Anything I say can. That's good. All right. I've seen enough law and order. Clearly, I need a drink. (laughs) St. Paddy's Day is around the corner. The most dangerous day of the year to be a dwarf. That's right. I do not go out. This is the most going out on St. Paddy's I I, I, I will do this this segment. It's like the Purge Day. Yeah. Yeah. The dwarf version of the Purge. Mm -hmm. I, I don't go outside. Well, bad, uh, we're going to get it going. we got a couple of cocktails. Like, so we're, First things first, we're going to start, because you got to do it proper. We're going to do Egan's. Egan's is one of my favorite whiskey. This is yeah. Egan's Conviction. I know Adam likes to start off with the high-end stuff. It's $100 a bottle, 92 oh. proof. Egan's, I love these guys. I was over in Ireland, hung out with them a couple of years ago. Great. They were founded in 1852. Um, and now today, Maurice and Johnny Egan are running this brand. So basically what they do that's a little bit different is they, they don't have their own distillery. They source their whiskeys uh, from various places, secret kind of stuff. And this one here, this conviction, was released a year ago. It's a blend of single malt and single grain Irish whiskeys. And now that it's time for a little lesson here, Brad. Okay. There's here's when we have Irish whiskey. We got single malt, we got single grain, mm-hmm. and we got single cask. And mm-hmm. let me tell you what they are. A single malt is whiskey made with only malted barley at a single distillery. They can blend various uh, whiskeys that they have at that distillery as long as it's 100% malted barley. A single grain also made at one distillery, but you can use wheat, rye, corn, whatever you want in there. Again, And then single cask, and this applies to all whiskeys, not just Irish. Single cask is, it's made with malt, and it's only one barrel. There's no blending going on. Mm. What you have in your bottle came out of one barrel, and that's it. And that's usually very, obviously, low yield. So now, this is a blend uh, of this one, and they finish this up in XO Cognac barrels. It's a phenomenal whiskey, and let's try it. Okay. All right. Full disclosure, I'm not drinking, Dan. I have a super important meeting right after this show. So I'm staying You're turning me into dry. the cops, aren't you? This is it. All right. I no, knew it. You have your designated driver. All right. Well, we'll do... All right. No ace well, ring. So we're going to... Schlancha, everybody. Schlancha. smell it. And uh, you're going to get the cereal grains here on the nose, the honey, the dried mm. apricot. On the palate, I'm getting this new leather flavor. You're getting a little bit of that? Yep. Ginger, some citrus notes. Just a really, really beautiful whiskey. And I think, you know, you should always... Try to project an air of refinement, <laughs> even on St. Patty's Day, which is not known as the most refined right. holiday. But um, you're gonna uh, you want to have that air of refinement, and I think that's where you're gonna sink sip a nice whiskey. Yeah, this is where like neat. If if you're going out on St. Patty's and you're just getting blitzed and and you're just having all the Guinness, like uh, don't drink this. But if you're gonna go out and have like two or three cocktails, have a nice gentleman's evening. You can appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. The, the, and uh, I pre- uh, I was on your podcast, What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. That's correct. And, Thank uh, you for the plug, Brad. And we drank this whiskey, so I've had it before, and it's just- And you loved I remember. it. I remember I this. It. Yeah, I mean, this so is good. smooth. You the, like it, Chris? I love, I love it. Well, Irish whiskey is probably my favorite kind of booze. Why is that? I don't know. I think it's just it's smooth. It's really easy for me to drink. I I'll, I always order. It's like my go to whenever I just need something to drink at a bar. And I wonder, do this? Does Scotland look down on Ireland for their whiskey? Sure, they, they look down like on Scot- Ireland for everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's a healthy competition going on there. History. I tried to watch 20 minutes of the Banshees of Inner Sheeran or whatever yeah. the other day. I, I couldn't hang with it. Uh, is, oh, is, 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 can't just, understand is, them. Is it just because the accents are so thick? 
It was just... Oh, you got the Colin Farrell talking like that the whole time. <laughs> it's just right. like people moping in a pub. I, I don't know. I just couldn't, I just couldn't hang with And you it. didn't even get to the... I don't want to... Spoilers, but you no. didn't get to the part that's really... No, uh, I didn't get to There's that. a very grim... It gets much more uh, dark as the film goes on. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a... Uh, Another delight. So, okay, that was the Egan's conviction. Yeah, we'd strike a knee, and I'd, I'd wear that anyway. All right. Okay. Now we're going to go, and I got some notes here with me today, but we're going to go with an Irish coffee. I mean, it's a classic drink. This one's made with Tullamer Dew because Tullamer Dew mm. was the original oh, whiskey today, used so. in the cocktail. Okay. Thanks. So, okay. just I call Tullamer Dew Tully affectionately. It's the uh, second largest Irish whiskey in the world. It's a triple blend Irish whiskey. So they're doing what I just talked to you about, Irish whiskey, grain whiskey, and malt whiskey, uh, and pot still whiskey. And they put them all together. Founded in 1829 by Daniel E. Williams. Get it? Mm. The do. There's the do. Mm. Initials are on the bottle this day. It has won more gold medals over the last five years than any Irish whiskey in the world. Now, the Irish coffee... Mm-hmm. I, I like say it's like the original Four Loco or Red Bull <laughs> vodka. Right. They banned Four Loco with caffeine, but they can't take away my Irish coffee. This is a great drink if you want to have your you know your judgment impaired while getting hopped up on a powerful stimulant. You know, yes. the, I like an upper and a downer yeah. together. Ireland, <laughs> is there anything you can't make into a bar fight? You know, yeah, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> so here, let me tell you this. There's as, we've talked about this before on the show. A lot of cocktails have several plausible origin stories. The Irish coffee has another disputed origin story. The classic is in 1943, a guy named Joe Sheridan was a bartender at the Foynes Air Base Flying Boat Terminal. I say that again. Flying oh. Boat Terminal. Yes, seaplane. Sea, sea Stay Ireland, Ireland. Mm-hmm. And so a Pan Am flight that was bound for America got turned back because of bad weather. And so... It was cold and rainy, and so they had Joe meet the people as they get off the plane on the tarmac, and he gave him coffee with Irish whiskey in it. And somebody said, is this a Brazilian coffee? And he said, no, it's an Irish coffee. Okay. Years later, a guy from the San Francisco Chronicle is over there. They're serving this at the airport in Ireland. He loves it. He brings the recipe back to the Buena Vista Cafe in San Francisco. That was in 1952, and they've been serving it there ever since, and that's where it gained its fame. Great story. Uh, I, yeah. All right. But this is um, I know, because we've traveled around. And like, this is where they invented the Irish coffee. Yeah. You know, now look, inventing the typewriter, <laughs> inventing the printing press. Sure. Irish coffee was invented by the first alcoholic. You're exactly right. Who was leaving his house. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't want to walk out with a bottle of Maker's Mark. Right. So, so that's a tell. He's so he took his discreet. fucking mug and he topped yeah. it off a little. You're absolutely There's, right. The first the, it person. It isn't even an invention. It's yeah. like barbed wire's not an invention. There was wire. There was barbs. Now there's barbed wire. It's not, it's not its own invention. You're, you're absolutely right, Ace. And, and, and again, there's even records of like in Vienna, they were putting, they were putting whiskey and coffee way back in the 1800s. The French were doing it. They used to call it a Gloria, which is now a different name and drink. But here's the funny thing about Joe Sheridan, the guy that invented it. He, uh, he actually, he actually ended up coming over to San Francisco and working in the Buena Vista Cafe. But what is not in dispute is that the Buena Vista Cafe version of the Irish coffee is the most famous version of the Irish coffee in the world. It's made with Tullamore Dew and Paul Sanguinetti, because when you're going to do an Irish segment, who do you bring in but your homie, 
Yeah. Paul O. Sanguinetti uh, <laughs> to make this up. So let's try it. Right. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I could see like the when they invented coffee, somebody just standing yeah, around. It's like, oh, let's, 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 let's saw some booze if, in if here. If booze predated coffee, then the second they invented <laughs> coffee, someone made um, Irish coffee. We, yeah. we have yeah. – we have the scene from Roadhard. Roadhouse? <laughs> I mean, yeah. sorry, Roadhard's a movie I made. Yeah. Roadhouse. <clears throat> the, I, this'll work, but it's not the scene where he's talking to the owner on the right. phone. But all right. You want to play I this? want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Well, uh, how are we supposed to know when that is? You won't. I'll let you know. You are the bouncers, I am the cooler. All you have to do is watch my back and each other's. Take out the trash. Yeah, not the scene. The scene is he's talking he's to not, the, It's in like the yeah, the one-on-one on one meeting. Well, that's, that's why I said the, big, the beginning. Don't. Such a badass. And yeah, uh, and he's talking to the guy from emergency. Yeah. That's now, that's the scene. Now, Dan, I've been to the Buena Vista and I've had the Irish. By the way, they 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 make these things in bulk right in mm. front of you, right? Because they're just they're just shilling them out to everybody. Everybody comes in there for the Irish coffee. But I definitely recommend it. It's the well, it's so Paul good. might have some insight onto the the Buena Vista Irish coffee. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, to hear about so, your car. So Paul. yeah, so uh, my my, uh, my my dad's from San Francisco. My grandfather's from San Francisco. So. That's where my Cali roots are. So I spend a lot of time up in that city. And every time I go there, I love going to the Buena Vista. It's one of my first go-to places. And as you said, like, they have, like, all the glasses lined up. And there's a guy named Larry, and I forget his brother's name. But I asked him one time, like, how many Irish coffees do you think you made over your career here? He's been there for, like, 20 years and he he estimated like two and a half million, <laughs> and half joking. of those I'm, were I'm to the Laxamata family yeah, yeah, while was, they were on me. But why? What? Love them me. What's the? Why are the greetings working so well in this together here? What do you, why the Tully? Why the? You know what kind of cream are you doing? Well, they they, they moved their Irish whiskey to Tullamore Dew. I, I don't know what they're using before that, but to me, Tullamore Dew is like a little bit more of a richer, creamier Irish whiskey, the way that it's made. And I just think it works really well with the, uh, the the ingredients. So they put a sugar cube in the glass. So they'd have a glass like this, put a sugar cube. They pour their coffee with the Tullamore Dew, and then they top it with the cream. And uh, it's, it's the whiskey. And How do they froth everything. it that way? So you, you shake it in a, in a uh, the cocktail shaker tin. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I can, sh- I can show you later, but basically you put cream with a little bit of sugar. You get to bring Paul home with you. Give you bartending lessons. It's actually really easy. You just put the cream and the sugar in the cocktail tins and you and you shake it and the, 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 the sugar granules agitate the, the, mm-hmm. the whipped cream. Oh, interesting. So there's actually like a physical thing with the sugar. Oh, no, that's it. That's how it gets. It, it, it's so frothy. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's so is, delicious. I love it. Do you find coffee. these drinks? These drinks are dangerous, though. It's so the ones dangerous. where yeah. you're just like, it doesn't it. really feel yeah. like you're drinking. You, you don't make you don't make the whiskey face of <sighs> like you don't you, yeah. you don't grit. It's just it's it, it, it's delightful, and I love that the ingredients are so simple. 
It's like anyone can make this because sometimes when I hear you on this podcast, uh, you start talking about ingredients. Like first you m- muddle the orange that you got from Madagascar, and then you like then you like crack an egg white, and then you do all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I this, know it's a little too much. This is easy. Yeah. 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 Well, these are. I think we're and you just brought in a couple more. So what, the next one we're gonna do. So that was the Irish coffee. The next one we're gonna do uh, is. The Bushmills, this is a variation on the penicillin. So everybody knows Bushmills is the world's oldest licensed whiskey distillery. What year? 1608, 415 years. And I don't know about you guys, but it's really cool to be drinking something that's been around for you know half a millennium almost and uh, I, yeah more obviously the most awarded irish whiskey in all of ireland they've got we're doing the 10 year old here in this cocktail but they got a 12 a 16 21 a 25 and a 30 which is unusual because we've talked about irish whiskey before there aren't many distilleries in ireland that have anything close to that kind of stock yeah I, that's what yeah I, I always think whenever you're talking about you know established in 1622 or 1841 or something the time shall march on, and 400 years from now, people are going to go, White Claw, established in 2014. Like Van Nuys. And majestic Van Nuys. Taste the character and the richness in that yeah. mango-flavored yeah. White Claw. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's been I mean, you do, it's crazy. They just age you, the high fructose corn syrup. Uh, that's right. <laughs> if you drive around in your, like, old, or any neighborhood, you'll see, like, the plumbing place or, since 1999 know, or something. Yeah. So and like, when I was growing up, it was, like, pizzerias since 1939, I right? you know? It, but, it, I think to be established, you need like a 70-year But 50 years from now and my kid's walking around, mm-hmm. it's going to make sense, yeah. right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. This is where yeah. Bobby Hollander yanked his way <laughs> in 1979. <laughs> now, now, isn't Bushmills like uh, like a certain part of Ireland, whereas Jameson's a different part and like it's like religion that kind of... Where they where they yeah, come from, yeah, Catholic right. and Protestant, yeah, yeah Catholic, Catholic and Protestant. And Protestant. I mean, here's the thing with Bushmills that got me when I was young in college and I was wanted to act like a writer. I wasn't actually a writer, but I like to act like one. So I listened sure. to I listened to a lot of Tom Waits, and I love Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a song called. Uh, uh, waltzing Downtown Matilda. Train. Well, you know, three sheets to the way, waltzing, waltzing Matilda. And there's right. a line in there that says, Oh, Bushmills, I stagger. Mm-hmm. You bury the. And that was the moment I went, Well, I got to start drinking Bushmills. That just sounds like. Because Tom Waits drinking it and mm. he's staggering. But uh, <laughs> so it's a 10 year. And Brad, let me ask you yeah. this. Do you know what that means when I say it's a 10 year whiskey? The That means the oldest. Uh, or, yeah, the Oldest whiskey used in the blend is a ten year. Youngest, ah, youngest, oh, youngest. youngest. So they young. can use they ah. can use old. You know, so these are all single malt whiskeys, right. but it's at least ten years. There's probably got some it. things that in here that are a lot older. Uh, you know, Bushmills is kind of known for me. It's got vanilla, this milk chocolate flavor, fresh honeysuckle. What did you make with the Bushmills ten here, uh, Paul? So, so this is a riff on a, a modern classic cocktail called the Penicillin. Made oh. by uh, Sam Ross from one of my uh, favorite cocktails. Isn't that a uh, milk and honey, right? Milk and honey, yeah. and yeah. now Attaboy, which is one of my favorite bars. It's on the, the lower east side, New York in, City, in Ch- Chinatown. Uh, what? Uh, so what's in it? So we have uh, we have Bushmills with a little bit of fresh lemon juice, uh, a fresh <sighs> ginger syrup, uh, local orange blossom honey, mm. and then we have a little bit of a, a spritz of a smoky Isla Scotch oh, on man. top. What's oh, a man. spritz? 
Like, you know, just like a little like little spray. You do a little spray bottle. That's <laughs> oh, what you do. Oh, you put the yeah. scotch in a yeah. spray. Yeah, so you, God you, damn. you use like the like, 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 How good is that? Oh, that is so good. I could drink. This is what I'm yeah. saying. On oh. St. Paddy's Day, you shouldn't just be like slugging. No. Fuck green beer. And you, no. Like, yeah. Ch- chill with something like this. It's so refreshing. This is so like, great. This is what I love about bringing Paul in. Is daytime Even though too. I've been doing this for a long time, I still I get so impressed with how I mean I know what the Bushmills ten tastes like by itself. Yeah. But the fact that you're able to conjure this flavor out of this, right? And I mean it's named after penicillin. It can't be bad That's for you. Right. It's, it's, medicine. Medicine. It's, it's a medicine, you know. We it's have medicine. the roadhouse scene, people. Ah! Oh, let's get the roadhouse scene. Okay, here we go. Right. I'm ready. Oh, there he is. Is he on the phone? Kevin Ty. Alright. Should be on the phone with I him. need somebody to help me clean the place up. I need the best. Wade Garrett's the best. Wade Garrett's getting old. You're still the best. I want you. Five thousand up front, five hundred a night, cash. You pay all medical expenses. For those listening, he's stitching his own wound. Yeah, right. I can live with that. What medical expenses? <laughs> he stitches his. He sutures I run the show. Oh, completely. When the job's done, I walk. I've got your plane ticket right here. I don't fly. <laughs> Too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, when do I expect you? Oh, I'll get there. <laughs> That's the gra- greatest dog. I wish I had the balls to do a job interview that way. 5000 down, yeah. 500 a night, cash. You pay for everything. When's your first day? Whenever. <laughs> when I get there. When I get there. I'm doing when this next time there? I come in here. I walk. Yes. I'm calling Chris and I'm going, all right, I'll be there. What time did you say, two? I'll be there at four. <laughs> yeah, and you when, take care of the fucking Uber. No, you can't <laughs> say when. You can't yeah, say when. I expect you. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Don't. Oh. You tell right. Adam to sit there until I get there, man. I mean, right. Adam, do you think they're going to keep the throat rip in the new Roadhouse? <laughs> the new version of the Roadhouse? Oh, Are they yeah. keeping that part in? They got to fought, fought that dude with the choker. Fuck you. What is this? All right. That last guy, one. Last Paul. cocktail before I What's beat you in the car bomb. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm sure lots of Ace fans are fans of Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. MMA champ Who Conor sat McGregor. Next to Jake Gyllenhaal at UFC. Oh, really? Yeah, they sat next to each other during the fight because oh, yeah, they, they're in the new Roadhouse. They're together. Doing this thing together, yeah. Oh, they, oh Conor's in the new Roadhouse. Conor's in oh, it. Right. So look He's at that. Going to get killed by a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for synergy? Well, yeah, he, but he, because <laughs> of global warming, now it can't be a polar bear. Oh, oh yeah, it's got. Uh, he, he, he gets killed by a giant piece of kale. Oh, okay. It just falls on him. <laughs> It's horrible. <laughs> so Connor launched proper number 12 Irish whiskey in September of 2018. And as I'm sure Paul would attest, it was one of the most successful booze launches of all time. They sold like half a year's worth of product in 10 days. How, uh, how much does celebrity involvement it's a help? It's a huge part of it. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, people identify and he's got a, a massive fan base and I think they want to get it. And the fact that it's good whiskey helps as well. And Conor McGregor beat the shit out of a guy who wouldn't drink it. So That's everyone right. is uh, rightfully uh, afraid yeah. and they better drink <laughs> it right. or he's going to beat him up. <laughs> drink it or else. So uh, this, what they did now, and it just came out, I'm sure you're seeing the ads all over, is they've just inter- introduced their first flavor whiskey it's proper number 12 irish apple and this oh, okay. just came out this is 70 proof I don't like whiskey the sound of apples well, i don't either i i 
I tried it neat and I really enjoyed it. And then Paul put it in a cocktail. I mean, the flavor of it's obviously cooked apples. You get some honey on there, some oak barrel stuff. But let's and the granny oh. granny Smith apples. But what's the cocktail, Paul? What you do so with this? this? It's going to be a little, little bit similar to what we just had, uh, but this is the proper mule is what we're calling it. So we use a little bit of jasmine green tea with also a little bit of uh, honey and ginger and then a little bit of um, soda water and mint that we shake it with mm. and then garnish it with that. So, yeah, and then, th- yeah, that's a mint leaf as the garnish, right? Yeah, so, right, so the mint go. really accents the, the notes of the green apple and the jasmine green tea also really works with the notes of the green apple that's and the delicious. whiskey. Yeah, yeah that's delicious. All right, we got now, our... How do you do it, Paul? Paul. Do you, when That's when amazing. I order a mojito, I feel really bad for the bartender because it takes so much. Don't time. ever feel bad. Do you think Connor would drink bad. this though, or does he just Connor drink it neat? Is he? Ba- I think he would. He's um, a well. He may be. I mean, do you think he has to drink it leaves? neat because it, to keep appearances up that he's super tough or something? Or <laughs> all right, we got to get to our Irish car, car Irish bomb. car bomb thing. Now, right. now listen, you cannot throw away any of this booze. It's all got to go back into a container and doubled up and everything else. These drinks are too fantastic to throw away, okay. and I'll drink them at home. But they can't. We can't just chuck them. No so we need we'll wait, Ace, we need rules here. You got You have to be the uh, judge on uh, this. the number one rules. Let's not spill beer all over my studio. Right, okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah. what is the rules of uh, the beer falling on your chest or anything like that? Yeah, you you got to keep it DQ'd. DQ'd. unless you get a couple drops on your chest. All right, so here's what you're going to do. You want to see some stuff go in someone's chest? <laughs> <laughs> Ace, we need a, we need a countdown, and this is key. <laughs> it's got to be three, two, one, drop, and that's when your thing goes in, and that's when you do it. I'm also, the drop is part of the time. If you want to see. Someone's thing you, go in. Where's right. the where's the uh, where are the things? We'll get the. Oh, so we'll, we have what is this Guinness? This is Guinness, and he's going to bring in. He's going to bring in. So here, oh, very right quickly on the car bomb. Let's let's talk about quick the history on this. Yeah. So the car bomb, which I'm saying this great drink, horrendous name. It mm-hmm. needs to be changed. The Irish <laughs> car bomb was invented by a guy named Charles Oat in Norwich, Connecticut, in 1979. He took he appropriated three of the most popular adult beverages from Ireland: Guinness, Bailey's, and Jameson. Again, an American bar. And then he names the drink after an act of terrorism that has haunted the Irish people for generations. Okay? By the way, Dan was really upset when Brad Brad stepping on my... On I said it wasn't my joke. I didn't realize it was the joke of the guy outside. <laughs> Do they get offended in Ireland if you order an Irish car bomb in Dublin? Um, I mean, I no, yeah, you can't do that. No, yeah. you can't oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. What would you call me, this in Ireland? Give you an idea. Let's <laughs> say some cheeky Irish bar owner opens a tavern down in uh, near Wall Street, right mm-hmm. after after nine eleven, <laughs> and he says, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Jack Daniels. Did this joke. No, no. I did the joke. Oh, you did this already, Brad. <laughs> I, I, I had this punchline. You banged your girlfriend <laughs> earlier today. So good. So. <laughs> no, you No, keep going. Do it. Uh, Finish. No. It. Finish it. Finish it. You'll, so you'll, you'll my thing it was my thing was bourbon with a little sweet vermouth, which is a Manhattan. Yeah. You drop it into a Budweiser and yeah. you call it a Manhattan Ground Zero. Please tell me you didn't make that joke. No. That's literally what I said. You stole my joke, Brad. Manhattan Ground Zero. You bastard. I, I, I said Manhattan Ground Zero as I was jerking off with a VR headset. Did he say that? <laughs> he no. did. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, first of all, I don't know what Paul just did here, but he already dropped the shot glass in there. That's oh, it already that's has a the James up, in right? there. So what? it's already the yeah. shot glass. Well, no, there's a shot glass in there. Don't break your teeth. So, Adam, you're going to give us three, two, one, right. go. What is the fourth one he brought in? Oh, that's just, all right. Three, two, one, right. go. Is everyone in position? Okay. Is everyone? Okay. Keep it on the table. My prediction uh, yeah. is three, two, keep it on the table. table. Don't Pain. break your teeth with the shot glass, Chris. I'm worried about you. All, all right, it's all on the table. You ready? Up, mm. oh, Dan, don't all pick it on up. On the table. Don't do a three, full start. Three, two, 
one, go. Oh, Damn, like, done! Uh, and once again, Mike Dawson is the second fastest. What I tell you? I, so I underestimated you, Dan. So at least I can't be beat. I won't wow. be beat. That was a good. Like, that was a Dan told me before that the show. Is, he went said, right down. Wow. Dan said you're going to hear yeah, my hit class hit, right the, hit the table before you're even done drinking. Hey, and that's I, exactly. What I got to tell you this. Dan's got a couple drops. Oh left in come there. on! Oh yeah. I got to tell you this, Ace. True story. I was in I was in New York City years ago. At this douchey bar, there was a bu- mentioned in Wall Street, a bunch of Wall Street douchebags, right? And they're just being loud and obnoxious. There's about six of them. And they're these guys. They're snapping at the bartender, right? Uh, I'm fucking so annoyed. And they're ordering, like, vodka Red Bulls and shit. And then they mm-hmm. go, I hear the guy go, hey, you know what? Let's do some car bombs. Mm-hmm. Round of car bombs, six. So I turn mm-hmm. to the guy and I say, hey, you know what? Can I have one of those, too? And he goes, what, bro? You want me to buy you one? <laughs> Man, I don't want you to buy me one. I go, I'll do it with you guys. And I said, if any of you beat me, I'll pay your bar tab. Because, wow. like, bro, we've been here for four hours. And I go, I don't give a shit. I pull out the platinum card. I throw it down. I go, Shoot. I'll pay your whole bar tab and on one condition. If I win, you got to buy me one drink. Mm. And he goes, and they're all looking at me like, fucking, fucking idiot. Yeah, all yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay, seriously. And I go, the bartender will be the judge. I just did what I just did there. Like, right. my drink was on back on the bar before they even had it to the mouth. That's a Swayze-esque yeah, way. Yeah, and I turned to the guy, and then I went like this. A night. And I went very coolly, and I finished, and I went, nice job, guys. I go, I'll have a red breast, please. A red what? Red breast, Irish yeah. whiskey. I said, oh, I'll have a red breast. And that great. was it. I didn't say another word to him. Buy oh. me a red breast. Hey, Dan, when should we expect you to play this tab? <laughs> well, good job, buddy. Congratulations. Oh, he set you up! Oh, he said, man. when should we expect you to pay the tab? You're supposed to say, don't. Yeah, try it again. Hey, so you impressed at all with my... You don't really I seem am. that impressed with my I am. I, you know, I spent a lot of time with Bill the Fox Foster. <laughs> Very true. Uh, who drank... Right, the man show. He drank beer standing on his head. He okay. chugged beer standing on his head. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I'm a tough guy to impress, but that's as fast as you can drink a beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You what is your strategy? Are you inhaling it? while drinking as well? A lot well? of blowjobs in Venice. Uh, no, it's, you know, honestly, that is what it is, is I'm able to open my throat, and mm-hmm. I basically, as fast as I can pour it down my down my throat is as fast as He's it goes. He's great at parties. So it's just right. gravity. They love me. <laughs> we got some <laughs> news to do. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to clear some of these drinks out, and we'll be right back after this. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couples retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. In celebration of Jim Carolla's upcoming 92nd birthday, here's a list of 92 things Jim Carolla has never done. Number 30. Had a water balloon fight. Just one of 92 things Jim Carolla has never done. Let's get back to the Adam Carolla Show. Yeah, I don't think they had water balloons when he was a kid. They probably used, like, cat gut or something. (laughs) A lot of of the things in this bit, though, we can solve in a day. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just do everything. So, just have, just have throw put a cowboy hat on him. But then put a cowboy hat on him. He'd probably die the next day. So you <laughs> yeah. don't want to you don't want to uh, do that. This is yeah, but he'd die of joy. <laughs> yeah, he'd have the most epic last day in history. That's the way I'd want to go. Sure. All right, what do we got in the news? All right, so there's a new journalistic investigation conducted by the uh, Polish TV channel called TVN. This is a joke, right? No, this is totally serious. Anytime you say the Polish investigative committee this is like an old bar joke right how many polish investigators does it take to screw in a light bulb yeah exactly like the oh one? the yeah. polish journalist yeah come on oh yeah the earliest the car bomb the earliest polish would be polack jokes i heard when i was in like junior highs you hear about the polish terrorists who Poor tried Poland. to blow up the school bus what happened burnt his lips on the exhaust pipe hey. <laughs> there you go <laughs> Not too shabby. Yeah, shabby. Hear about the Polish guy did an Irish, a car bomb mm. drink? We put an actual bomb in it. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Just stop the Corolla. See, Brad yeah. didn't do that one. Exactly. Oh. There's a reason why. Brad <laughs> step on that one. Yeah. Nope. I do the good ones. Well, you. <laughs> well, this Polish TV channel. So they uh, investigated Pope John Paul II, who's now passed. But sure. they said that he was aware of all the pedophilia cases that they tried to cover up back back when it all came out. So he was before he was even pope, he was aware of all these priests and all these cases and would just transfer the priests telling the the, the victims like, "Hey, well, don't say anything and we're just going to transfer this guy to Austria." I stole Dan's joke earlier, so now I'll steal Adam's joke and go, "Shh." <laughs> Shocking. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know. And uh, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because Reddit is going, "Hey, Sinead O'Connor was right." Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember she so in 1992 she was on SNL and she sang an a cappella version of Bob Marley's War. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, she holds up a picture of John Paul II and, and tears it up here. Let's watch the end of it right here. And everyone is outraged. Yeah. It necessary. We know we will win. We have confidence in the victory of good. Pulls up the picture at the word evil and mm. just and rips Fight it the out. Real enemy. So this incident occurred nine years before John Paul II acknowledged all the sexual abuse stuff within the she Catholic Church. She was also like Greta Thunberg before Greta Thunberg. Like she's she a, was she's young a and pissed off yeah. early. I mean, does that mean that every sort of this uh, like? Greta Thunberg is, I think it's autistic, and she may be uh, on I think the so. Spectrum. I think she is. Yeah. And Sinead O'Connor, it's got, like she, she was the female with the bald head before. Before that is all the rage. Right. Yes. Like you got like so, someone with something that's a little different. That's mm. that. Ah. That's the person that's going to be vocal. Let me ask you this: Do you think there's ever been a Catholic priest who wasn't a pedophile, mm-hmm. but he was in a shitty parish? And he's like, I kind of want to get moved out of this parish. Right. And so. I want to transfer. I need to transfer yeah. out of here. So I'm going to diddle this kid and maybe get moved somewhere he's in better. North Dakota. And he's like, you yeah. know what? I, I really want to go to Austin. Oh, right. I'm just saying. Yeah, before like when James Hardiker requests a trade, it's, this is what you have to do. I don't want to touch him, but I want right. to go to Chicago. So, also, uh, yeah. is, a, is this a Whoopi Goldberg movie? <laughs> 
first off, Dan, you're going to hell. Second, uh, instead of doing Bob Marley's war, what if she did an acapella version of Edwin Starr's war? Mm, yeah. That would have been if she... That I could have gotten into. Good y'all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that. That would have been a little more powerful. Yeah, now, so, so SNL didn't have any foreknowledge of this, sure. of this incident, right? So even in the rehearsal, she held up a picture of a refugee child, and that's a... And that's what she and she she talked about. So when when she held up the picture of John Paul II, there's a lot of stuff going on within yeah. SNL's production team. The control booth, they're like, should we cut away from the camera? Uh, Lorne Michaels, he said the air went out of the studio, and he ordered like, do not light that applause sign. After. Oh. That's why that's why it was so silent <laughs> after after their performance, right? And wow. and NBC had 4,400 calls that weekend. Wow. Sure. Complaining about what All just happened. All from John Paul II. I know. Yeah. Well, he yeah. was really pissed off. Yeah. yeah. He had yeah. them on speed dial. Only seven of those calls weren't complaining about the performance. So 4,400, only seven weren't complaining. Mm. And then uh, even Joe Pesci, he was really upset. So he, Joe Pesci hosted the week after. Sure. Mm-hmm. And here's some of his monologue. Mm. Yeah, because... Shanae O'Connell, by the way, is diagnosed with bipolar, borderline, uh, PTSD, and uh, agoraphobia. <laughs> so she's got them all. Wow, agoraphobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe Pesci. Here's Joe Pesci the next week. Before we start the show, there's a little matter I want to clear up. There was an incident on the show last week. Sinead O'Connor tore up a picture of the Pope, and I thought that was wrong. So I asked somebody to paste it back together. Joe, we have that picture? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he pasted it back together before any joke, any monologue. They're applauding pedophilia, everybody. Right. Yes. Well, and then he, and he even said, like, oh, if I was the host of that show, I would have smacked her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, by the One way, cancelable offense for another. I don't think paste is a thing anymore. We had a lot of pasting back together. Yeah, I don't kids come across, ate paste. There was I don't a, lot of, a lot of paste. It used to be the weird kids ate paste. People now, look pasty. Sure. <laughs> that's That might still be a thing. Got to bring paste back. <laughs> we have to but bring yeah, paste back. <laughs> and then even uh, Madonna, later that season, she did the same thing. She held up a picture, but as of Joey Buttafuoco. And she really? said, yeah. And she's like, oh, you want to talk about evil? And then she tore up a picture of Jody. Ripped his dick off. <laughs> Just a, no, that was. Uh, was that the wrong guy? Yeah, John Wayne. Oh, wait, Bobbitt, who was Buttafuoco? That was John Wayne Bobbitt. Wait, let me That's ask you Bobbitt, this. Ace. not Buttafuoco. But might... Buttafuoco, it's just his girlfriend shot his wife. He oh, didn't shoot him. Yeah. Adam, you might know this because we're old enough to know this. Do you know the very first sort of controversial thing that was not supposed to happen on SNL that did that pissed off Lorne Michaels? No. The guy got banned? Mm-mm. Was that Dice Clay? Elvis Costello oh. Oh. had a song called Radio Radio, yeah. which uh, Good song. was a ripping in corporate ownership of radio stations and how they're ruining radio. General Electric, which owned NBC, being one of the biggest offenders, mm-hmm. and they told him he couldn't play Radio Radio on Saturday Night Live, so he rehearsed with a bunch of... And then when he comes on live, they start playing the other song, and about 10 seconds, he goes, no, no, stop it, stop it. And they start playing Radio Radio, and apparently, Lorne Michaels was running circles, just st- stewing so bad, <laughs> and banned Elvis Costello from Saturday Night Live forever. 
Yeah, I'd like to see name. that. Um, yeah. I, that's a good song. I don't yeah. know if you guys know the song. Adam Fast. loves Elvis Costello. Like when He's we, the best. If you come to one of there Adam's is, live shows, you'll hear Elvis, Elvis Costello radio. Fast-paced kind of rock and roll. This is when he starts it off, yeah. Call him Mr. Oswald with the swastika tattoo. There's a big I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There's no reason to do this song here. Radio, radio. It zooms in. But what are they going to do? They can't cut away. I mean, you'd have three minutes of dead air, right? I, for, I never knew about this moment. Yeah. Or I forgot about it. He's and this is like the first or second season of SNL, too. This is early. 77, I think. So yeah, GE G was like, you're not playing that song on our air because mm. we're buying up all these radio stations and yeah. right. guilty of the crime that you're singing about. And uh, he said, fuck nice it and did it. Nice poll, man. Yeah. I, I didn't job. know about Seriously, that. Seriously, I didn't know about that either. Nice poll is what he normally does with his VR Ooh, headset. Right. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Hollander. <laughs> He's whipping five on himself. Dude, didn't you get like some last time you talked about Oh, I posted on the, the, the auto blow on, me, uh, on my Instagram recently. <laughs> what I never realized. It has fake lips on it. It has fake lips that look like they're blowing. I didn't realize that because usually it's on my because usually we're in the on my mm-hmm. penis when it's yeah. happening, yeah. But um, I, yeah, I did that. Freaky. But, but wait, let's not talk about my sex life. Okay, sorry. I'm, uh, you know sex what? Life. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I've given up on 3D. I've got a got a lady friend now. Oh, good. Real oh, you, 3D. Yeah. You've gone 4D. 4D. <laughs> wow. Is, uh, and, and, and and so like, is she inflatable? Did she green? <laughs> <laughs> It's like how 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 that work out for you? Yeah. What about auto blowing and driving? Is that more the dangerous auto, than texting? It's the clunkiest thing. It's 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 the size of a toaster. I'm not exaggerating. It's mm. giant. It's the it's very unwieldy. I can't mm. believe somebody hasn't come up with it. I love that more... Dan Dunn is complaining about the robot that blows him. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little too That's, big. That's first world problem. The robot right? that blows me was my ex girlfriend. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Take it easy. He's yeah. sitting here like, this automatic thing that you plug into the wall that gives me a blowjob, it's horrible. Yeah. Your grandfather would slap you right now, Dan Dunn, if he heard you complaining about the robot that blows you. So, also, he'd be curious if he stumbled upon it in your apartment. Like, do you have cows, son? No. Well, what is this milking device? Uh, well, it milks something. There it is. You know, yeah. Look how big it is. Look how big that thing is. Camping. It looks like a travel mug. It, I'm telling you, man, Dan, it's the size of a toaster. And it Dan, has like human-looking lips yeah. at the end of it. Dan's just mad he can't sneak it into a restaurant somewhere. He's like, look how big this thing is. I can't uh, hide it under well, a my, table. Well, my friend was at my house, Justin Silver. You know him, comedian. Yep. And he said, well, what, it's rubber, though. And I mm-hmm. said, yeah, you got to put lube in it. And he goes, well, how do you get it out? Like, when it's all in there and not just the lube, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I go... Well, then you got to take it in the shower and you got to rinse it out. In the yeah. shower? Well, how do you else do you get it out? You got to, you got to, uh, 
You got to squirt it out. I mean, I'm telling you, it could be based on me seeing the movie Fury, the Brad Pitt tank movie. Yeah. But at the very end, after Brad was all shot up, his young guy, the last guy left in the take tank command when the crowd sits around it, Mm -hmm. opened a hatch and went out the bottom of the tank. Mm. And I'm thinking, (sighs) gotta have a release. This needs some sort of hatch. Yeah. Some scupper, we something at the bottom. We can do this. <laughs> yeah, we can it. create a I better retro- auto blow. <laughs> I could retrofit well, this. Now, Dan, assuming you've had a, a real blow job, how does the <laughs> auto blow compare? To the real blowjob? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how close is Well, it? I don't have to tell it when I'm about to come. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to give it away. The warning, you know. <laughs> Courtesy, uh, hey, guess what's coming? Uh, <laughs> won't get pissed at me. But let me say this, Dan, and I mean this with all sincerity and respect. I used to do morning radio. I used to do terrestrial radio. And you would find me on the weekends saying, I don't give an S and uh, tell that guy to F off and kiss kiss my A. You know, and the people would be like, you're an adult. Like, why are you doing S and A and F? And I said, because if I start saying fuck and shit all the time on the weekend, then Monday morning I'm going to yell fuck. Yeah. Mm, So I, I keep it this way. You being blown by this device and not sounding off <laughs> could, when could you be come, setting myself you're up. Develop well, some habits, first though. off, you're going to get 275 suck jobs from the machine for every real one you get. <laughs> so you're going to you're going to build up some bad habits. And I would I would say as a friend, yeah. just announce verbally when you're going to come, even when you're to with the auto the blow. To the auto blow yeah. Because you're going to have a couple of drinks. You're going to close your eyes. <laughs> oh, I want to be a fly on the wall to the very first chick that Dan says, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> Where's the knob that I can turn you up? Right. Yeah. Turn the speed up a little yeah. bit. By the way, Ace, what's crazy about this is when you mentioned being a DJ, we're talking about blowjobs, and I don't know why we always do this but i always my brain goes to old porn so as soon as you said that you used to be a dj you know what i thought of mm. remember that marilyn monroe marilyn chambers movie mm-hmm. where she was a country music star mm. lisa delu was in it oh lisa uh, and she goes in and she's got to get her record on the air mm-hmm. and she blows the guy Mm. In the rate, you don't remember this this porno. No, what I don't was great about this one. one is it's it's Marilyn Monroe, Lisa Lou. I forget it was called something like a star. It's like a Star Is Born knockoff, right? Mm-hmm. But what's great about it is one of those pornos where somebody it might be the producers don't like. Someone had they to play a the song. whole they play the whole song the song so there's yeah. a there's a port, part in there where Lisa Lou, you know, redhead, big boobs, yeah. sings an entire four minute awful country song mm. in the middle of this porno mm. and you're going how did this how did this get by like how did this get in there but because anyway, it's hot marilyn chambers <laughs> blows this guy and my then name's at the bobby end, hollander that's right and i got lisa delue singing a song that's gonna make you want to blow your balls off she's gonna hit the high note and you're gonna want to hit your own high note if you know what i'm saying it's wonderful you want to pull on your wang wang <laughs> It's going to make you want to wang chung tonight, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me ask you Is that you song this. even out yet? <laughs> <laughs> when you got the mechanized blowing machine, yes. do you have to watch porn? Mm. 
Or yeah. I feel like I just watched. Well, the it's the same news. problem I right. had with Watch the 3D goggles. Is so now I got the, you got the computer and the lube, and and the thing sitting on top of it again, size of a toaster. It's on there trying to do it, and then when I got to change. Because I have a little bit of a, a like a germ thing, and I don't like stuff to get dirty. <laughs> Clearly. So when I have to change the speed, when I have to change the speed, the, the things on this side. You and Howie Mandel, side, man. On the right side. <laughs> well, it's on the, the right side. the same story last week right, on the pod. Yeah. yeah, my right hand has the is greased up. And so in order to change the speed, I have to touch it with my lubed up hand, and then that that stresses me out. Because I know I'm getting – well, because I'm getting lube on my nice right. auto blow – and, you're killing and it kills the, the mood. You're, you're killing the resale. Forget about the <laughs> no, no. mood. What about the resale? I haven't. By the way, they sent me two of them, and I'm bringing one in for you okay. next time. I'm bringing it in. Thank you. Ace, that's what I'm getting you for uh, Easter. How do you say you're killing the mood when you've already brought out a spare battery that has to plug into this thing to keep it going? No, no. doesn't, get, that doesn't not, kill way, the mood. Also, another uh, functional flaw with this thing, it's not battery operated. you got to plug it in. Oh, so let's really? say you want to use it in the car. You can't. Mm. He has to have an outlet. You can get the uh, cigarette lighter adapter. Like yeah. <laughs> That's what we're getting Dan for imagine today, yeah. imagine today the de-stress on my way here. That cop pulls me over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paul just like... What's this on your cock, sir? Uh, you, know. you have to plug it in. It's a draw. That means it's a yeah. draw because if yeah. you've got to plug it in, it's it means it's a big it's a big draw. On, like it means it's sure. got moving parts. You got to get those solar panels, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have. Even this. if you're in a blackout, you can still. Be oh, sure, yeah. Be sure that oh, you're, no, yeah. you need, you're in California. You're in Venice. They got those Roman blackouts. You need a power You know, wall. I never thought of the environmental impact yeah. of the auto blow <laughs> until now. Think yeah. Of, think about think about your carbon well, footprint. <laughs> I'm approaching it f- more like, you know, hospitals have emergency batteries because sure. if the power goes out in a hospital, they have you all have that the stuff. Yeah. The if you got caught, though, if your girlfriend walked in, how do you explain that? Like, it's bad enough you get caught jerking off, but if mm-hmm. she walks in and you have this giant mechanical device in your lap. <laughs> Like oh, I was thinking of thing. you. <laughs> I have it said. I have it said on Susie. Yeah. That's good. yeah. Uh, no, they. It needs to be passable as another device. <laughs> it's, it's, right. In which your cock goes in. What could that no, device be? Oh, okay. well, I used to do a bit about this every once in a while, but still, I never do it anymore. But I said the six foot blonde robot sex doll from Japan with mm-hmm. all the accoutrements mm-hmm. is fantastic technology, but you can't stash her between the mattress and the box spring. You can't hide her in the hall closet. Sure. Like there needs to be, it's not, you can't hide it. People are going to come over. They're going to see the six foot sex doll. And they're <laughs> going to know what you're, what you're doing. So what I said for plausible deniability, she needs to perform other tasks. Ah, and then, People say like, "Is is that a sex doll?" And you'd go, "You mean my automated dog walker, uh, <laughs> who sometimes yeah. blows me?" Yeah. No, don't say the second part, Adam. <laughs> yeah, you mean my human-looking oh, uh, espresso right. machine? Yeah. Right. Don't Just say to say the part. automated dog yeah. walker. Right. Lop off the who sometimes <laughs> yeah. blows me. Yeah, sure. you too. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Right. So it needs to, you know, it needs to have a function. Like it needs to make bread. Yeah. Or, or well, cook rice. We live in L.A., though. L.A. is an easy thing here. You could go, hey, I'm a set designer. Mm-hmm. I'm a set designer, and I just worked on a movie where we had to have a dead body, and it's... Uh, what, it's an, 
No, it, no, I'm not. It, not it, in like, my doll, the dead your body? box. I'm saying your box has to also be able yes. to pass itself off as a rice maker, a bread right. maker. Mm-hmm. What the neighbors think. Or a humidifier. Hand- yeah. A humidifier. Ooh, humidifier. That'll, good. that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All you gotta way. do is put some of this lube in there yeah. and it heats it up you and plug it in. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it clears your sinuses. So you're fine. It passes. We have the trailer for the movie you're talking about, Dan. That's right. Bobby up Hollander. Up and yeah. coming. Oh, here it is. Called. This is it. Up and coming. That's it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Marilyn Chambers is singing. Meet Cassie Harland, young, sensuous, talented, living and loving you as Althea Anderson, the country western singing, losing ground in her struggle to remain the queen of the music charts. When I say I need you, that means I need you, you act. You miss one, just one show, and you're gone. I watched the recording session. Chico stars as music's number one. DJ. That's the guy she blows. And Cassie Harland is about to set him on fire. My whole success depends on decisions made by people like myself and Tommy. Now that's one thing Althea forgot, and she should have had the sense to remember it. A star? <laughs> Tell me we laugh. Packed it in as a star, baby. I could give two shits about her to you or Cassie. All you are is it's a star. the worst porn trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this is not only a highly charged erotic film, but it's also a motion picture. All right. Well, there it is. And by the way, that guy's voice, I don't know if you know, that really is the same guy from the Kentucky Fried movie. That Samuel the, L. Yeah, Samuel L. Bryant. That's the guy. That, yeah. I recognize that voice anywhere. <laughs> from Samuel Catholic High School Girls in Trouble. <laughs> she was six feet of black dynamite. <laughs> He was a short Hasidic Jew. Adam will recite that whole bit to you if you want to. I'll do the whole movie if you want. Wait, was it Schwartz? Was Cleopatra it? Schwartz. Cleopatra. Well, she burnt the ghetto to the ground. He kindled the Sabbath candles. Theirs was a torrent and sensual lust fueled by those who said no. <laughs> I know the whole movie. That's it. That's the same guy. That did I, it is. I guess he was on the downside of his career. He went from doing Kentucky Fried Movie to Marilyn Chambers uh, all porn. All right, one more um, story if we even did one. Did we do know. one? I, I know. know. We did well, one. we're talking about Sinead O'Connor. I mean, this mm. this started off very appropriately with the Pope. I one know, long I mean, Polish it, joke. It looked yeah. just in there, yeah. yeah. For the Irish car bomb, we had to talk about Sinead O'Connor. By sure. the way, Adam, nothing compares to you. Was her big hit? Prince. Yeah, I know, written by written Prince. By Prince. I, I, there's a couple of Prince songs that I like, you know, Manic Monday and stuff like that. That's yeah. fine. I just don't like him. Right. I don't like him. Uh, his songs, he has a lot of shit songs, and then he has a lot of like weird sexual stuff. It's I don't know. It's always, it's it's always weird. I I just I would be be uncomfortable writing a song about what I was gonna do to a woman. You know what I mean? Like it's I, I, not Dan Dunn apparently. Yeah, no. <laughs> what about what you're gonna do to an auto blow? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you shit. <laughs> what is this? You'll Dan never Dial. see it coming. Yeah, Dan Dunn's song starts with "I'm gonna plug you in." That's right. <laughs> By the way, Frank Sinatra said uh, in regards to Sinead O'Connor, like, "I I should kick her ass. I should kick her in the ass mm. because right. she refused to have the national anthem sung before any of her performances." 
Oh, really? Yeah. Because I guess in New Jersey, that's a big thing. Or All right. Before any big event. Chairman of the board. She's like, look, I don't, it's not the U.S. national anthem. It's just I don't want any national anthem right. sung before my performances. But she's ultimately just effed up and angry, and that, that's what the world that's yeah. what the world sees. Comparing her to Greta Thunberg, mm-hmm. um, have you been noticing like she's been just getting carried away by police officers yeah, all the time? She, it's, it's, is it is it staged? Yes, I, uh, she it goes to where the yeah. now she's protesting against windmills or something. But I thought she liked windmills. I don't know. It's all it, we've we've it's, completely. It's a Meanwhile, whales are washing show. up the coast all along the east coast because of the sonic blast they're doing to try to get more wind farms. And yeah, environmentalists are silent. Yeah, that's it's, a second place chugger at Santa Barbara. Right. There's oh, another yeah. picture. There's another picture where she's posing with these same cops. Right. Yeah. The cops like they they literally stand next to her for a photo op and then they carry her off. And this, these have been the last two arrests. I mean, that's how I'd like to travel. Yeah. Oh, it's two Brad. cops just yeah. carrying me. Forget the hawk. Yeah. Forget yeah. the cops carry me, carry me off. Yeah. She's just chilling, laughing, having a good time. Now, yeah. uh, Dan, with, as far as the auto blow goes. <laughs> I need to know more, too. A couple things. I know they gave them to you, but... Uh, well, no, they it, gave them to me because I talked about it on this show. I had an right. old auto blow, and I talked about it on this show. Right. And then next thing you know, it got back to the owner, and he emailed me, and he said, which version do you have? And I said, well, I got the old one. I got mm-hmm. the original. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, right. the beta, you know. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, we've got a, no. we've got new yeah. models. Oh. Now. And he sent me not <laughs> only – You've got the me, Pamela Anderson. We've got the Margot Robbie. Hold on. sent me Hold two on. of those, two of those, and Ooh. about and a uh, six-pack of lube. Oh really? Yeah, loops hard to come by. Yeah, <laughs> that's their yeah. slogan. What's, your, what, what's the ceremony you do before you? you uh... Find me. Find the man show bit where I took the tour of the factory that made all this shit. Because oh, I did a man show bit where I the toured the factory where they made all the dildos, the dildos. and the butt plugs oh, and, okay. and everything else. They took a mold. They you, take molds. You, you yeah. went to Andy Dick's house? <laughs> That's right. Hey, Dan, make it. That's when amazing. you have a garage sale, yes. are you going to put the Auto Blow one out on a table? Oh, yeah, it's dated. And offer that to the neighborhood? <laughs> I always think about like if I die, like they come into my house and they go, the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like, oh, it's like well, 900, the 900 bottles show. of booze. There's yeah. the auto blow. There's the, my 3D goggles. This man, <laughs> lived, uh, this man lived a life. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, well, we made a, I made another man show <laughs> about what to do after you die, but yeah. I won't get into it. Which would totally that. apply to Dan Dunn's 1, life. 1,000. Absolutely. 1,000% would, apl- would apply to Dan's life. I'm, yeah. leaving, I'm leaving my 3D uh, things to you. <laughs> Chris, you get the auto blow. I'm Brad, just honored to be part of your Brad, world. you get all my jokes. Oh, oh honestly, you already took them. Yeah. Oh, I, damn it. I got a head start on those. <laughs> honestly, the cleaning part. Dishwasher safe. What oh. are we talking about no, here? I take it in the shower. Bring something that just plugs water? in. You, into no, a you shower? just put it over the shower head. Crank that shit up, and it goes, and it blows all the I feel stuff <laughs> out of there. I, let's I, say, I, let's say I came over and I used it. Yeah. With How me? You, yeah. No, well, no. And, uh, regardless. No, we got something to talk house, about on the next show. House-sitting. Let's, let's say I use it house-sitting. How would you clean it then? Well, <laughs> you mean skipping over the part that you use my auto blow while you're house-sitting? Okay, well, get, if I just allowed that and was like, okay, um, well, 
wouldn't you clean it before I got back? How would yeah. I clean it? Yeah. Were you going to go, hey, by the way, I left you, some jizz in your auto blow? <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? I lost my cleaning deposit on my last yeah. Airbnb. Because I left a load in the auto blow. <laughs> Tail ta- is all hey, this Dan, time. Uh, That's right. Quick question before I go. How cool is your cleaning lady? Because I got a special chore that I left mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. I don't know, man. I would. I guess you could put it in the uh, dishwasher. Okay. So it's dishwasher safe. Top yeah. rack. Yeah. That's in the infomercial if yeah. you watch it, if you pull it up. All right. Well, if we haven't found this bit, I'll, right. just, I'll just, we'll just wrap it up. <laughs> we'll show it tomorrow. But it's a funny bit. I went where they made them. That's sort of sad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not the auto blow, just the butt plugs and everything else. (laughs) Just the butt plugs. Well, they're like, you're seeing these Guatemalan women sewing pubes onto huge silicone dicks all day as they like come down a conveyor belt. It's okay. It reminds me of my husband. (laughs) That's right. All right. We're good. All right, we're good. Let me uh, give Brad a plug. Brad, yeah. well, all the shows are sold out everywhere, but yeah. go to bradwilliamscomedy.com there you go. for find all at, that. Find him at the Cocaine Bear in Lexington after the Louisville <laughs> show. Oh, I'll be right. there this Before. weekend. Let's get a meetup going. Going to do a tight 20 minutes in front of Cocaine Bear. What we're drinking with so Dan's merch. done. That's his yes. pod. And American Wino is the name of the book. A very good book available on Amazon. By the uh, way, if you want any of the recipes on any of the drinks, follow Paul McCologist. Funk LA is going to have P-Funk all the rest LA. of these up yes. there. Yeah. And uh, me in Las Vegas at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. That'll be tomorrow doing shows in Naples, Florida, coming up off the hook March 24th, 25th, and just all over the place. And Burbank, there. April 2nd, you're doing a live show with Roseanne. Oh, look Flappers. out, world. Mm-hmm. So, till next time, Sam for Dan and Brad and Chris saying mahalo. Why don't you get yourself a copy of Adam's latest book, Everything Reminds Me of Something. It's available everywhere finer books are sold. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. The Adam Carolla Show is recorded using Rode microphones. And our music is provided by Extreme Music. Get your tickets to see the Ace Man. Get them now at adamcarolla.com. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couples retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. On each episode of Wondrous Podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who are hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and a terrible, terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus.